It's retirement week. So many. Well, two. But two, one, really. Really one. Come on. I mean, I don't even remember the other one. And, uh, black and yellow. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Who Whatever. cares? <laughs> no, no. It, the, the NFL season is almost at its conclusion. And I, I just feel like we're, we're just winding down, man. We're counting yeah. down the days to the the six months of sadness, depression. And I mean, it might not be sadness. Okay, we'll see. Uh, I will be. It will be. It's gonna be, whatever but for me. It is. You know what? Let's get into the good stuff. We're <laughs> about to. It. We're about to drop something awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's gonna be a good episode. Let's go. Welcome to the special Groundhog Day episode of Sportsify with your hosts Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Twenty-two years of no losing seasons, seven Super Bowl wins, five Super Bowl MVPs, three NFL MVPs, maybe four. The all-time leading passer with six hundred and twenty-four touchdowns and eighty-four thousand two hundred and fifty yards, and played his final season with five thousand three hundred and sixteen yards passing, forty-three touchdowns and twelve interceptions. The greatest player in the history of the NFL. Tom Brady calls it a career. Well done to the GOAT. Welcome in Grant and Jameson. Uh, holy cow. Moment of silence. That was pretty good. It is over. Okay. We'll is I'll over. Just say that was 12 seconds. Yeah. We'll call it. We'll edit that. We'll, yeah, we'll put a little no noise uh, I will effect say, in there. That was very impressive. Yeah, I did not. I I didn't read that part. I thought that was just more of your your just breakdown of what we're going to talk about tonight, and I didn't realize Dude. it was a stat thing of all that. Well done. I how long I did was, that take? What that part didn't take very long. No, right? I write. I, I I write a lot, so we're no, good. I, I'm not talking but, about writing it. I'm yeah. talking about finding it. Oh no, not that long at all. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. I I just literally like started thinking. Like I I on. I mean I knew I knew 22 years and no losing seasons. I sure. knew super seven Super Bowl wins. I knew he had the five Super Bowl MVPs. I knew he had three NFL MVPs. Yep. So I knew all that part. I had Two go, Madden covers. Uh, yeah. Well, and he survived one of them. Three <laughs> individual Hall of Fame careers in one. Yes. Uh, you, Most likely. You could make the dang case. I, I, definitely I'm not going to disagree. Definitely with, two. I de- oh, yeah. Definitely two. No, I, I, I don't know if I can find it now, but I saw the breakdown. I of did like, two. I think it was like seven, seven, and eight or something yeah. like that. And when you break it up into those chunks, it's like you have... Like two Troy Aikman careers. I think like one of them. One. one of them is no Super Bowl, no Super Bowls, but two MVPs, like season MVPs. It's, dude. It's I mean, like that. literally, it's so ridiculous. I mean, th- I'm gonna say this: greatest, I think, best athlete to ever do it. Most dominant. A, yeah. I, I I hate saying best athlete because yes. we we know yeah, he's yeah. clearly not a physical specimen. Yes. But when it comes to playing the toughest position in the history of sports, yes. Uh, nobody the most did accomplished it better. Athlete, I, yeah, the yeah, he's the most decorated that there may ever will be. Uh, at yep. least in team sports, like you can probably find like some individual guys mm, who be fair. are just sure. running it up. You know, yeah. but I mean, honestly, if if he hadn't been a horrible human being, I feel like we'd say this about Tiger Woods uh, as an yeah. individual yeah. athlete. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that case was probably a bit. Probably Red Sunday made. was real, man, for yeah. such a long time. I. Uh, now we're gonna we're gonna read out Tom's uh, records in the NFL uh, in a little bit. 
And uh, when we do that, you might want to just prop your feet up for a minute, tilt your head back, maybe have a, a beverage at your side, because it's literally going to take me a minute as I blaze through those uh, in our stat of the week feature, which we're dedicating to him this week. Uh, it's a crazy gauntlet of records that he owns. I never thought in my life, because I've always, like a lot of people, despised him when he was winning all the Super Bowls in New England. He won, he won one against us. A heartbreak. Always never liked that I was a sore loser, which I think, I mean, most athletes are. I mean, it's part of the thing. Part of the thing. It's their, it's what they, they pour their blood, sweat, and tears into. But I never thought that I would legitimately be really sad to see him go. I've uh, never known an NFL without Tom Brady. I was just going to make the remark. Grant is young enough that he has literally never known football in his life yeah. without Tom Brady. Yep. yep. Um, that and, was my like intro to football was us <laughs> losing <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. a Rams fan. We yeah. just lost the Super yeah. Bowl. Who's I, think, I, I think you're the only I one that didn't Brady. lose to Tom Brady. And then uh, the Adam before, Vinatieri and grudge Bowl. began. Uh, of the three of us, yes, my we team is the have. only one that did not. Yeah, and, but and Jameson's honestly, team began the curse. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, like I despise. I finished it. Out of boy. Yes, you did. But you did I, nothing. But I seriously yeah. like despise Tom Brady. <laughs> Bill yeah. Belichick hated it because they, the, they, yeah. they won. Everybody does that. And but to literally be when I saw it, I was just so sad. I was like, "This is the NFL. This yeah. is who I think of when I think of the NFL." And legitimately, I am really sad to see him go. Even though. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of him then, but over the last two years, I really grown to like him and enjoy what he did, and just seeing the greatness on display, even getting better. He arguably maybe had his best statistical season. I think this is top two. Yeah, I will say the Randy Moss year. Oh seven, yeah, oh seven, fifty touchdowns. Right. Yeah. Right, and I mean fifty touchdowns in the sixteen game season, fifty two hundred yards, I believe that year, something like that. Almost perfect. I mean, almost perfect. Literally, a year where run. Before yeah. that, people were like, oh, Tom Brady, like he wins, but he's the game manager. And like, oh, no, let's get somebody who can catch the ball. <laughs> and then you can see what Tom Brady can really do. Yeah, let, yeah, let's give him some dudes and see where he goes. I I am uh, honestly like I'm a little surprised. I just felt like yeah. he was going to do a walk off. And I know I know that that possibility was there probably until Godwin went down. We're being honest. Um, yeah. You know, I, agree with that. I, I think that possibility was there, but I, I thought he, I thought he'd run it back one more time. He's just, and, and good on him. Like he's walking away healthy. Mm -hmm. He's walking away clearly having cemented himself in the history of sports and on, on his final touchdown Earth. pass is a beauty. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. And you know, and, and, uh, I just, I thought that's how it would go for him. It's honestly I didn't want him to win an eighth. Okay, like I didn't. I did, but I. That's legitimately if, how much if I. My team is not in it. I, well, I. I think me and Grant are on the same page where we just root for absurdity at that point. Yeah, we're like, I get that. If it's not when my I, team, like that's why I was rooting for Tampa Bay last year. Like I have nothing against the Chiefs yeah. or anything. They had but won it the like, year before. But I was like, bro, if Brady can go in his first year and win a his seventh Super Bowl. That yeah. is something about the number insanity. seven that just seems really it, weird. It's probably because Jordan had six rings. Yeah. And so it's like six was the number you get to seven and it's like, okay, well, like, right. We're, and once he got five in the fashion that he did to pass Montana, it was like, okay, this guy's the goat. Yeah. And then he just kept going. Yeah. And then I, two more happened. I really, yeah. I really thought he was a sunset walk off guy. Like I, I really thought that it would be Manning? a perfect moment. Yeah. You Peyton Manning, a John Elway, you know, like just perfect moment. I'm done. You know, I, I mean like I've always given it to, to John Elway. Like I think he probably could have kept playing. Yeah, I think um, so too. I, I really do. Well, Brady but the, but the dude won I mean, back to backs yeah. and called it a career. And good on him. Like 
Peyton Manning clearly could not have played anymore. No, I don't think yeah. he technically played in that Super Bowl. No, but <laughs> he was like nine touchdowns, seventeen picks that year. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. And I, I don't, that defense, I don't know if he clipped three thousand yards. I don't think so. I mean, he had the year before that. Yeah. So basically, if you take that year and then you give him the Super Bowl for how he played the previous year, it's yeah. like, okay, that's that's a yeah. Nice no, he combo, he was but. managing a run heavy, amazing defensive team. Uh, that year and uh, but I mean it I is, just I thought that Brady would would do that and and I thought he was just competitive enough well, to I where mean, where he would go four months ago he was yeah. saying he's gonna play at least 50 well I, that's his mindset though yeah and I, that's I, his I mindset that. and legitimately yeah. I believed it because I did of, too I, uh, I was like you're, 40, you're 44 and you're for five more years I was like yeah. I was like you're 44 <laughs> and you're throwing 40 touchdowns yeah dude. I believe you yeah and it's in you know like you watch him play now and you watch him play uh, let's say in 2007, 2008, like in 2007, 2008, he was playing with this co- unparalleled confidence where he felt like he could just do anything in a game. And it's because he was. I mean, this, the yeah. numbers were just atrocious. I mean, you just, he was going in and th- slaughtering teams. That's still, in That's my honestly, mind, that was the best football team in the history of the NFL. I know yeah. they weren't perfect. But I, in terms of win loss, and, and they lost, yeah, they, losing that Super Bowl uh, to Eli. But a wild I card. Genuinely, yeah. like I think that was the best team in the history of the NFL, top to bottom. The defense was unparalleled uh, outside yeah. of the '85 Bears and maybe the 2000 Ravens and maybe one other. Um, you know, but. Uh, that that offense literally could do no wrong. And you just saw him playing with that kind of confidence. This year, with those receivers, I mean, how many did how many did Evans have this year? He, it was ridiculous. 14? 14. I'd have to look it up, but that's you know, about I right. mean, he there were he was, was there he was, was like, on pace to have three wide receivers was, with uh or sorry, three receivers, well, his, two receivers and a tight end. Yeah. Uh, with double digit touchdowns well, till Godwin got hurt. Statistically, his first like six weeks of the season was actually statistically better than that 07 season. Yeah. He was throwing for yeah. four touchdowns, five touchdowns, and, five, four touchdowns, five touchdowns. And then Evans and Gronk injuries, then Godwin at the end yeah. of the season. AB. I, if you, yeah, well, an AB coming and going. Yeah. And did AB hit 10 this year? No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Okay. Was, that was last year. My bad. That was last year. I was looking at his numbers the other day while I was arguing with somebody on Instagram. Good times. <laughs> um, but, you know, again, I, I just want to say about his career, and his impact in the sport, uh, there is, there will be, and 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 I, I say this not lightly. I say it not loosely. There will never be anyone that touches what that man did. Uh, no quarterback will survive that long in the league ever again. Nope. And uh, playing twenty two years. I uh, and and I'll say this. 21 and a half as a With starter ACL and, and there. ACL tear in the middle. I, I mean, you know, that's why we can't hit quarterbacks below the knee anymore. Uh, was literally because of him, yeah. uh, which I think is a great thing. I do. Cause guys yeah. were taking cheap shots, uh, you know, and uh, I, not that I am loving the tap somebody on the helmet, 15 yard penalty rule, but, but we uh, we've gone a little far, but I will say that it just, we will never see it again and love or, Hate the guy. You can call him a cheater if you want to. Like, if you want to, okay? Like, if, if, if you're like, well, he definitely did this, and you could see manipulated, and da-da-da. Like, everybody, calm the crud down. If you knew okay, how so much... Okay, then, so then, if, if you want to use that logic real quick. He cheated so for 22 away, years. Okay, <laughs> like, okay yeah, if, that's, if that's the case, because I know they're going to talk about that one year. Okay, then take away one Super Bowl. 
Sure. But, uh, if, but if, genuinely, if like, if you want to do that, but I, I would say this to anybody who wants to argue that point, um, every sport, and I mean all of them, there is yep. a bent rule, there is a missed call, there is a whatever. Um, I, I'll just say this, like, he probably would still be throwing footballs that were deflated to a certain level if the refs hadn't been made aware of it and investigated it once. No one gives a crud. <laughs> you know yeah. how hard it is to do what he does? And yeah. I literally, like, we uh, spitballs and baseball, um, guys with guys get caught all the time. They have to take off literally their pants on the field in at this point. Thousands of people. Uh, just because of uh, us trying to, you know, make every little yeah. thing just so. I, I'm over all that stuff. Like, let's calm down on calling him, uh, you know, a deflator. Let's move on from all that garbage and your hate. The dude did it an insane Comparing. amount of times. And and literally, he is the greatest athlete in the history of sports. Um, he is the best winner in the history of sports. And and I would say, for the most part, did it with a ton of class. And yeah, yeah. and uh, seriously, there's no one that stands on the other side of the field uh, from that dude and isn't in awe of what he accomplishes and isn't terrified to play against him if they're being really honest with themselves. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. They know that no game is out of reach, 28 to 3. They know that there is no lead that is safe. Um, I mean, remember a couple weeks ago, almost. Yeah, he well, he did it. His team, his defense gave that game up, but he came back down fourteen. I legitimately thought they were going to win. Like legitimately, I was like, "There's never a doubt in my mind." I, 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 was it? Come on, never a doubt in my mind. Oh come on! Oh, there was a lot of doubts in my mind. Yeah, Um, but no, I mean, you. There's a lot of hope in my mind. You just see what he did and what he accomplished and the respect that he has. And thank you so much for 22 awesome years. Yeah. Just before we uh, shoot off the the stats here. Oh no, I'm going to. We're going to get to that later. I'm going to bring that back on Saturday of the week in a little bit. I I will say this just while we're on the subject, talking about the. uh, when you break his career up into like three different spots, there was still in like 2015 when Peyton Manning retired, a little bit of a debate between like Peyton and Tom still at that point. Cause that was like three Super Bowls ago. Is that way he played seven more years <laughs> um, since, since <laughs> Peyton retired and Peyton Manning is already in the hall of fame for those of you who aren't aware. Yeah. And Tom Brady is still playing football in that time since Peyton had retired. Uh, Tom Brady had two All-Pro seasons, three rings, one MVP. Should probably be two, but we'll maybe talk about that. Uh, 200-plus touchdowns, including playoffs. Over 31,000 passing yards, including playoffs. uh, Which basically is Troy Aikman's entire career. (laughs) Troy Aikman is a Hall of Famer. He had 32,000 passing yards, 165 touchdowns, three rings. And Tom Brady did that after his rival. rival Basically, like yeah. they played their well, I don't want to say they played their primes together because Tom Brady was still in his prime afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but they basically played through their primes together, and then he retired. Tom Brady's still in the his Hall prime. of Fame, and then Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. <laughs> like Tom Brady was yeah. in his prime a month here, ago. Here, here's here's my thing. Uh, if if Bruce Arians calls him in Week Twelve next year when their quarterback, whoever it is, goes down, we have Jameis no Winston reunion tour. Uh, like, hey, do it, do it. Um. But it, it, if he calls him, he should run it back. I, I saw some people he saying should. the speculation of like, you know, we've had some people take a year off like Gronk and like obviously mm-hmm. took a year off, came back and looked really good. I, I don't think Tom is in that position just no. because when you're that old and you retire, not that he like probably couldn't do it, but I just Bro, think is Tom, Tom going to drop 40 pounds on us? 
Is he, I mean, they're just gonna come out with a gut I, in six I was months. About, I was no, thinking because about because that. he even said in his twelve, he even said in his retirement thing that that he that he said that he wants to keep furthering those brands and then those things. Yeah, yeah. No, no he's, I, he's a brand he's, ambassador. He's an, I know. Yeah, he's ambassador for his own brand. Plus, yeah. he's married to a supermodel, so like he gotta, you know, yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta look I the mean, part. Yeah, you know, I guess. But I, I guess I just want to say this: it is extremely disrespectful <laughs> for anyone to ever compare him to anybody. Yeah, don't there do should, it. There shouldn't be the no. fact the fact that there were. Comparisons of, of Rodgers and Brady is embarrassing. It, it I it's understand it, I, ten well, Super Bowl appearances. No, Seven, no, no. I own all Rodgers I understand has is won. the, the <laughs> yeah. if if you're gonna make if you're gonna make the physical attributes conversation, that's fine. Like if you yeah, if you're gonna sure. talk about you're gonna talk about how far more, they could throw or how hard Aaron they Rogers, throw. Dan or whatever. Marino's won zero Super Bowls. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know that mean that's not gonna mean anything. Yeah. Like like cool. He had the most talent in the league, but he didn't. Like yeah. it's it's crazy thing that how Just, good how good people think Aaron Rodgers is and he is great he's a phenomenal quarterback probably the Mount Rushmore amount on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks possibly yeah. it's but he has yeah. one Super Bowl well yeah. then you look at Patrick Mahomes who's been like crowned the next guy and rightfully so with what he can do they go to four straight AFC championships and he only has two straight one, Super Bowls two straight Super Bowls only has one Super Bowl and you know you start looking at what his cap hit's going to be moving forward like. It's going to be hard to keep that quote unquote dynasty going. And he's got one ring. It just shows really how hard it is to win yeah. a Super Bowl. And I think Tom Brady kind of Drew Brees like, has we took that won. for granted because of Tom Brady. We're like, oh, oh, yeah. The best guy makes it to the Super Bowl. Like, and then yep. they win it 70% of the yeah, time. Drew Brees. Like, no. Peyton Manning had two. Drew Brees won. Yep. Eli Manning, two. Yep. And those probably should have been two Super Bowls for Tom Brady. Honestly. Like, in all honesty. <laughs> especially if that, it, I, I will say, especially that first one. Yeah. Yes. Like, that is, oh my God. If that you, catch. A nine do, and seven wild card and they, team. And then Super they Bowl. should have beaten the Eagles, like, if we're all being honest, yeah. too. The Eagles were just like, yeah. they were in their Bro. bag for that game. I mean, dude. So if you do, like, a net gain, like, where they Nick should have Foles! lost. They should have lost the Seattle Super Bowl, uh, obviously. But then yeah. if you take into account Super Bowls that they probably should have won, he wins, like, eight or nine Super Bowls. Yeah. By the but way, you get lucky everywhere. And then they obviously the Falcons. As we're gonna transfer into the games in a second, by the way, funniest thing that I heard this last week, uh listened to a random show, and this guy uh was talking about what are the what are the Colts gonna do at quarterback? And uh and he goes, What are you talking about? He's like, They have a Super Bowl champion quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> they do. For those of you that wouldn't catch the reference, Carson Wentz was injured and sitting on the bench uh when Nick but Foles won, a ring. <laughs> won that Super Bowl for him. Yeah. Uh, but I he mean, does he have was, a ring. He was playing at an at a MVP level that season. We, sure. We he gave them and, and dude, 12 of those I mean, don't 13 get me wins. wrong. The last play of the season that he made, was was it a conversion or a touchdown? It was on, against the Rams. Dead leg. It was a two-point conversion, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was on his dead leg. I mean, like, he gave his all to yeah. the last moment. Don't get me wrong. He knew that ACL was gone. Yeah. But, like, I, no, it was just really funny. He was like, what are you talking about? They have a Super Bowl champion quarterback on their team. Yes, they do. Uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get into some offseason stuff another time. Uh, but this last weekend, the football gods made their decision. 32 teams uh, in 2021-22 fought for glory. They battled it out over an 18-week season. We saw 14 qualify for the playoffs. The wild card and divisional weeks came and went. The championship round saw the underdog 49ers finally fall to the Rams after a great late season run. And the Chiefs squandered an early lead to hand the Bengals their first Super Bowl ticket since 1988. Here we are. 
Beautiful. Two teams remain. Congratulations uh, to the Rams and the beautiful. Bengals. Um, and we're headed towards Pro Bowl weekend. The greatest weekend. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. No, we can't defend the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl sucks. It's trash. Uh, we got, I got some comments on that in a minute, but uh, we'll, we'll dive into both the games. I'm going to start with the Chiefs and the Bengals tonight. Uh, getting into that one. What a crazy game. 21 to 3. Patrick Mahomes was up 21 to 3 and he lost this game. I, it's I'm, all on it's it's him. I I he I'm had, being honest. Like I yes, yes, uh historic collapse. It, it, a honey badger situation here a little bit, okay? Uh, we've talked okay, about this but before. Also Patrick Mahomes who people um, crown as the next best thing through 56 pass yards. In the second half. Yeah. And that's legit. I mean, you got to get it done. The Bengals defense is good. It's not great. It's good. Okay. I've seen it in games. About, yep. I watched five Bengals games this year. And I would say that it, it's good. It's opportunistic. They can get a good pass um, rush every now and then. Yeah. And, and they are a good, they're a decent run stop team. I think they're in the top 15 um, in there. And I, and, and I know their pass rush is in the top 10. But like, genuinely, you're Patrick Mahomes. You have targets 1A and 1B on lock, and you destroyed them in the first half. I mean, dude, the Chiefs three moved touched, it at will. I think it was three touchdowns. They could run the ball. Sustained drives. I swear it was nine yards of carry every time they were handed Stupid off. Stupid pluck and duck game that he does. Like, he was eating them alive, and then 56 pass yards. Good call on that, Grant. I like... You got to get it done, man. Probably 55, but it's in the 50s. It was, yeah, it was bad. I Yeah, so what happens in the second and half and overtime. is a uh, is seven, or sorry, a 14 to three uh, score from, <clears throat> sorry, 14 to three getting outscored in the second half. Uh, Bengals took it to them. Um, the Bengals also were able to put up seven and they get the ball back. Yep. Uh, that was know, big. When I saw that, I was like, "Oh snap!" On the other side. Now it's only down eleven. This is something that, um, as a 49er fan, I watched the Niners do a lot this year. Was uh, Shanahan would on purpose make sure and call timeouts and such, so he got that one last shot right before the half. Yep. Actually, kept the Niners in a couple games, force overtime with the Bengals with that, mm-hmm. um, and a couple other things uh, throughout, or a couple other times throughout the season. So I was, I was like, "Oh, that was a good get." Now we're looking at twenty-one ten. Okay, it's a competitive game. And then you if know, they get the ball back, then it's and, and this is after 21. the Chiefs mm-hmm. choke that uh, goal line possession. Yep, right uh, as well. That was, obviously, seriously, that was bad. I legitimately felt like the Chiefs just felt they could just come in here and just run over the Bengals. Yeah. Especially yeah. the way they I mean, they now. were, and, they were. I was I mean, watching yeah, that were. game, and, and for I was two like, two quarters, they they one hundred percent did. Sure. It, I, and bringing up that last point about uh, the Chiefs, if you miss this on the, at the end of the second quarter. Had uh had driven the ball down in less or well about a minute, and they're they're calling a play from the two yard line, um uh, the Bengals two yard line, and uh, Mahomes does a quick check over the middle. It's clearly a disguise. Uh, Hill had been in motion, comes out the left side. He flicks it to him. They run this play all the time, where they just try and let Hill beat a one on one. Um. The receiver blocking, I think, was Hardman. I'm not sure on the outside. Is it Hardman or Pringle? And uh, I think it was Hardman. I don't think you'd let Pringle block. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, a little, he's a little small to be doing that. Yeah. But um, I think it was Hardman. And uh, he gets first guy. Hill's dude grabs him. Uh, Great basically, 
basically chucks him down. But I had a problem with that. Take a shot at the end zone, kick a field goal. Yes, I don't like the outswing play because with the five seconds on the clock, you you can run a four second play and leave yourself something. You can, but you can't do it with the outswing. You just can't. It's all or nothing. If he gets tackled, you lose it. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. Plus, there's no timeout. Yeah. So uh, on, in that situation, I either like taking the sucky three points, which I know nobody wants to do, but that's your game. That in the, yeah. right here, that was the game. Yeah, uh, was was three points. You would have won is this the in most regulation. Important game of the season. You take all the points I, you can get. I, I like the sound of twenty four ten at halftime. Yeah, it, and I don't mind like uh, taking a quick shot at the end zone. Uh, you know, a quick fade, something like that, to where you have enough time to get your unit out there after the play's over and chip right. shot it in. Because I don't mind being aggressive, but then when your play call is, we run this little swing out mm-hmm. to Tyreek Hill, and then we get nothing. And I don't like Bengals getting cute getting at the two yard line. When you just drove it down their throats. And I understand they felt like all the momentum's there and da-da-da-da. But it's the NFL. Halftime adjustments are very real. And the game is won in the third and fourth quarter. Not in the first and the second. I mean... It's not even one in the third. Seriously. like, And I would say the adjustments, because they take place then, set the tone and the pace for that second half. And so the beginning of that win is there. But that's fair. I mean, you, you clinch it in the fourth quarter. But... Uh, but I mean, the, the Chiefs have been the team that has just throttled people in the second half. Uh, we watched them do that uh, early on in the season. Remember, we were watching that Browns game with Levi in week one. And all, Browns were up for back. a little bit. Browns are up for a little bit. And Levi's getting excited. And we looked at him. We're like, hey, man, this is the one team. This is the one team yeah. in the NFL that can just turn it on at any time. And then they won by three scores uh, it was brutal i yeah. mean levi 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 uh levi's puppy face turned it's upside probably down real quick. like the best blood in the water team oh yeah like in the league yeah and 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 going back to the why i like the field goal thing here the uh if you go 24 10 you're telling the other team they have to score two touchdowns yep if when you go uh when you go 21 10 you're showing them that they only have to score a touchdown get their conversion Every team in the playoffs has a 95% two-point conversion play. Every team. See yeah. the Eagles still in the, the Super Bowl, right? Still in the back pocket. Like, we, yeah. we haven't even... The Rams and the Bengals both have one that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. There, there is a version of the Philly special ready for every single Absolutely. team. And so, uh, I'm, you're telling that team they only now have to get a touchdown and a field goal. Okay. By the way, their kicker is phenomenal. Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way. And... Uh, but when you put them in a situation where all they've got to do is once they get the eight, all they got to do is kick field goals the rest of the game. Then then third and seven, when you're on the th- 40, really is like, man, eh, we just need three yards. Yeah. McPherson's going to nail it. So we just yeah. need three yards. Hand it off to Joe it, Mixon. And you're not you're putting a team where they're not reeling. Two touchdowns makes a team real. They have to get both those touchdowns or they're not getting it. They get a little desperate. This is also, yeah. a, this is also a young team that's never been here before. Yeah, You can't tell me Zach Taylor, uh, if he's on the 37 at, at fourth and, and two, isn't thinking about it. And you have when, pretty, when he knows he needs seven you got in a the third bad quarter. O-line and a good pass rush from the Chiefs and you have a team that exactly. now needs to drop back. It's a different <laughs> mindset. It's a different mindset. So I was really disappointed that Reed doesn't just play the long game and take the points. And, yeah. and, and, and as a team who has a conservative coach, Shanahan's a pretty conservative guy when it comes to a lot of those things. I wouldn't say the most, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Because momentum is real. But and, if Kyle Shanahan yeah. had the opportunity, he would run it every, every single down. 
Oh, we, might, we might get into not, that. Not this last week. <laughs> we might uh, get into okay. that. <laughs> no, yes. But, but no, I, 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 most of the time, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he, 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 would he, like he loves to, to run the run first and second, but, throw on third. Well, I mean, but, but on the on the fourth on the fourth and two, the fourth and ones, I, it, fourth and one. If it's if it's really like a fourth and two feet, Jimmy's getting it on the sneak. Yeah. Like that's what he does. Right. He, he, he went to the Tom Brady school of again. Sneaks. Yeah, that's absolutely. a very conservative play. But yeah, he, he it it allowed it. It uh, what this did though is it allowed Zach Taylor to be as conservative as he wanted to be in the second half and still get points because realistically they get that touchdown um at the end of the third quarter um and uh <clears throat> you know before that they were fine just taking the field goal uh they went for the two point as they're approaching the fourth because they're like oh, we don't know how many more possessions we're gonna get if we get two more possessions we only get six points out of those possessions. That'll be fine, but you know, right here, what if we only get one more opportunity for a field goal? We got to put this across, and so we got to get the two point and tie this up, um, so that we make sure and get a W here. And and really, uh, that kind of set tone. Uh, um, in the fourth quarter, McPherson hits one at six after they get yet another stop. By the way, at that point, that was a total of twenty-one unanswered points from the minute and five marker through. If they had kicked that field goal, okay. If the, if they had kicked that field goal early on, they are uh, they're winning still by three at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we're just looking at simple math here that would have put the pressure back on them. Uh, ultimately, the Chiefs did soak up the last six minutes of the game uh, with a long sustained drive. Uh, but even still, we, had to kick a forty-four yard. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and this one's about with Patrick Holmes. I was telling this with Jameson before you got here, Matt. That when Pat, Patrick Holmes is fantastic, phenomenal football player, but when he melts, he melts. It's bad when he when he gets bad. It's bad because those the last like two minutes of like game time for the game. Nah, yeah, two minutes. He was awful because he eats a seventeen-yard sack, fumbles the ball. And then, thankfully, they recover it. Joe Thune recovers it, but then has one final play. Um, no, wait. That was third down. He, he, he took the sack on third down. Mm-hmm. On second uh, down, he had a play that Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey were both open, and Patrick Holmes starts running all across the field. Trey H- uh, Hendrickson, by the way, A-plus on that effort, chasing him down. Big game for all that way, all that All the way around. And then Patrick Holmes runs it for two yards. Then eats that 17 yard sack and fumbles the ball. Yeah, that was brutal. Well, I mean, he was, you can see here and in the stats that we have pulled up, he was sacked four times for negative 39 yards. How many times were the, was Joe Burrow sacked? Once for seven. That is, that, that I think was Which, a big part of the game. If you would have told me that Be- that was the case, I would have flipped those because, around because, yeah, because he got last nine week, times the previous game. Yep. But Patrick Mahomes completely crumbled in the last two minutes by missing a wide open hill and Kelsey, his one and two, as, as Matt said. Missed him wide open, and then it tries runs all over the field, and then eats a 17 yard sack, fumbles the ball, and then makes it a harder field goal for Butker. He makes it good kicker, and then 13 seconds into overtime, throws a pick into double coverage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I also want to want to point out one of the one of the things that I feel has been really key in these playoffs. We talked about the necessity of a style of play and how that helps your team. Both the teams who who have running quarterbacks who um, were forced to run, I'm I'm talking about uh, Josh uh, Josh Allen, who we, we mentioned this last week, um, and then Mahomes, um, both of them who 
and Mahomes took off for another uh, really nice run in this game. Um, you you take off the sack yards. I think he ran for over fifty. Okay, so if you t- if you take off the sack yards, I know mm-hmm. that's how they equate it in yeah. in the NFL. Is he loses those on sacks? Um, the seventeen yarder was brutal. Um, but you take off the sack yards. I think it was fifty five yards. Every time you make quarterbacks run, it it literally weakens your team and it takes air off of your linemen. It makes it harder. Every down becomes more difficult. I mean, how many holding plays do you see? Like, how many holding calls do you get? You get quite a few. Um, in this game though, they they, they actually this, ran, not, this was two two penalties okay, was all the but, Chiefs incurred but here. As, most as most as of really the weekend good. was pretty really. flag. Oh yeah, it was great. But as a as a Seahawks fan. Seeing so many holding calls, also, also our line's not great. I'm not saying we're great, but also so many holding calls get called, and a lot of those situations where the quarterback has to roll to the left, roll to the right, to the right, the D lineman throws up their hands, you know, tries to act a little bit, try to get the call as well. So I, I just I look at the style of play though that this forces teams into, and and both of those teams now have lost in overtime because they just ran out of gas. Yeah. Your quarterback runs out of gas. Your line runs out of gas. And and good on uh, seriously, good on the Chiefs for making this happen the week before. But you look at how the Bengals played them; they left that middle open. They let Mahomes run. They let him get those chunks. Stayed in the zone coverage. Played the outside well, and that is how you get wins. Uh, I think deeper in the playoffs, um, you limit obvious uh, rushing downs. Uh, you know the Kansas City outside of Mahomes uh, ran the ball. Right under a uh, hundred yards, uh, McKinnon for some reason ran the ball twelve times in this game. Don't understand that. Uh, Jerick McKinnon did. Uh, Edwards only touched the ball. Um, Clyde, I should just call him. Let's close. Let's call him Clyde. Clyde only touched or had six carries in this game. That's stupid. Um, that that to me does not make a lot of sense when you know you need to uh, sustain drives. Yeah. Um, and your quarterback's not clicking in the third quarter. I I would have. Thought we'd see more rushing. That's out the of other those big takeaway from this on, game is when you do have a Patrick Mahomes collapse, you don't really have any other sustaining factor because, uh, as like they do have a, a decent running game between their kind of running back by committee. You don't get me wrong; they hit about a hundred yards. Yeah, That's but fine. their weapons are all guys that Pat needs to get the ball to. Yeah, and and, it, and at the end of the day, would you rather have Burrow? Uh, Burrow stats, 250 yards, two touchdowns on 23 completions with only one sack. Uh, and and combine that with McKinnon, who's averaging four yards a carry for a total at 88, which is a, uh, on you know, 21 attempts. Or, or did I say McKinnon? I yeah. didn't mean, yes, Mixon on 21 carries, 88 yards, getting four a carry um, and see that sustained, consistent offense. Yeah. Rather the stats than that win you the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rather than getting a couple of uh, a, an extra touchdown is what Mahomes had, but he threw two picks in this game, took four sacks in this game, tried to do too much with his legs. Bengals again forced him and and created what looked like opportunities. I feel like for him, and it really does hurt him in the long run. Uh, and and I I think that a lot of defensive coordinators are going to look at these last two games in the AFC here. Uh, again, the Bills, uh, the Bills game last week, and then uh, this one here, and go. This is how you beat running quarterbacks. You give them what they see as an opportunity and what you're willing to concede, and we end up in field goal situations, which we're okay with, um, especially in the third quarter. And you wear them out early in that third quarter, mm-hmm. and then here we go. We we put the full throttle on with our adjustments in the second half offensively. I think that's brilliant. 
I think it was think, brilliant to see I that think, happen. I think two too, a, a lot of uh, with the whole you know you give them what they think they're gonna get or show them we think they're gonna get. I saw the Bengals do a lot of delayed blitzes too. Mm-hmm. To for you know Patrick to be running out, running out of the pocket, and then and then the Bengals would send someone right at him, and it panic him, stress him out. I mean that's definitely what we saw in the last couple of plays. But I thought that was that was absolutely perfect. I don't know who their D coordinator is. Uh, during Bengals, yeah, it's uh, I don't remember his name. He's but only, yeah, he's only second year. I'm like trying yeah, to remember. But hats off to job. you for doing for for that. I thought that was a great way to do it, put pressure on him because a lot of times people don't. You know, they they send their guys and then they put every, drop everyone back into coverage, yeah. especially a team that is as explosive as this team. That makes sense. But sending that guy definitely stressed him out a little bit and made some throws he wasn't ready for. One other thing I wanted to give Cincinnati all the credit for here. Uh, Sneed, uh, the linebacker from the Chiefs, uh, got embarrassed about three or four times in the second half. Twice it was in coverage uh, against running backs. Uh, one of them, uh, I always, I question this. Tell me how you say his name. Uh, is it Perrine? Perrine. Perrine. See, I thought that was a joke because it sounds a little, you know, like elementary school humor. Okay. Matt, get your mind out of the gutter. It was not in the gutter. I just, it's a little elementary school humor. But uh, Perrine, uh, like I'm going to laugh every time I say it, I think. Sketch name. Um, <laughs> Substitute teacher. Kind of yeah. But, uh, but no, they... They saw that Sneed was uh, was trying to uh, stay in and contain uh, a lot of plays, and so they kept running uh, these guys out of the backfield at him on passing downs. And a Burrow literally just waited for the cut on about four plays in two drives, uh, and him. and absolutely burned him. Um, and then they were able to, with the misdirection game, uh, suck him in on obvious uh, rushdowns. You saw a pulling guard just slamming that guy, and then uh, mixing able to, in the, especially in the second half, uh, get to the second level. And instead of getting a two or three yard gain uh, where uh, Sneed should have been, I uh, just like getting out seven, eight, nine yards of some of these chunk plays. Mm. It was a brilliant, brilliantly called second half uh, by Zach Taylor. Um, they they really found the weakness there. I I mean, Snead ends up with 10 tackles. Don't get me wrong. He made a couple good plays uh, in the backfield. He has a tackle for loss. Uh, one of those plays was awesome uh, that he did make. But uh, this dude lost his legs in the second half and looked really bad in uh, in coverage, especially. So... That that I was just watching. You could see they were picking him apart, and uh, and they were going right at him. Uh, and and I think those are the adjustments you got to make. So congratulations again to the Bengals advancing to the Super Bowl. I honestly did not want the Chiefs to go. Uh, personally, I was good with them not going I picked, again. I picked them so. and I picked them last week because I yeah. thought they would win. Yeah. But I was every ounce of my being was rooting for the Bengals. Whether or not like my team would have been involved in like. Playing them but in the Super Bowl, th- I would have rooted for them anyway. But honestly, seeing a team three times in, the, in a row, it's a little exhausting. Like to me, I'm like, I don't need. Yeah. I After we just had teams. our Tom Brady spiel, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. You can yeah, take but- that with you, Tom. Like we want to have some different teams in the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Burrow, no, no quarterback uh, in ever has won the Heisman, a national yep. championship, and a Super Bowl. He has the Joe Burrow's to- about to possibly do that within three years. Um and I loved that. Okay. Uh, that was my extra stat of the week. Okay, here's the thing. We talked about Herbert, talked about Burrow. Now last week we said a lot of us would take Herbert. But Joe Burrow's here and Herbert isn't. 
Because uh, Joe Burrow has a defense and a consistent running game. I understand that. I don't know. I feel like Still. He, he has the intangibles. Like he's just ice cold, like all the time. Um, and you could even tell, like on some Joe of those, Burr. those some some of those scrambles on third down, clutch that those were massive. Um, and he's but, just like unflappable in the biggest moments. But, but, but I'm just saying, Herbert couldn't win the game against the Raiders. Well, Staley was also trying to yeah. get cute in that game. And I mean, <laughs> no, I know. I, 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 fully, I, I fully agree with that. Because at the same time, he also had like 84th down conversions in that game. Yeah. To like do it, do his thing. Like I, obviously there, there's still some stuff from Burrow uh, or from um, Herbert that we'd like to see. Uh, Burrow, I feel like just came in kind of with that swagger and Herbert's yeah. kind of like a quiet guy. So, he's a quiet guy. You know, also, he was told he wasn't going to have the starting job too. Bro yeah. came in, and obviously, there's the cool story: the kid from Ohio, yeah, staying so, two hours away from home. Uh, I mean, the the thing with this now is that the AFC, and again, this goes to just how difficult it is to win a Super Bowl. When you look at the AFC now, it's like, okay, Patrick Mahomes, like you're not just going to be waltzing through here when you've got Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, like. The and talent can, in the AFC for you can quarterback. keep going, and it's like a full flip from like what the NFC used to be. Like it used to be, you got that one guy in the AFC and Tom Brady, and then you have everybody else in the NFC just fighting for their lives, and it's almost kind of the flip of that now. Um, potentially, there's a lot. Um, there's going to be a lot less quarter, quarterbacks in the NFC. Potentially, yeah. I certain <laughs> certain guy that wears the green and green and yellow. Well, and and uh, I'm not Jimmy good. G said goodbye to the fans today. Um, mm -hmm. the, uh, the trade is apparently imminent and we're just looking at uh, a matter of time. So Going to left Pittsburgh. in the NFC, I, the, I think all the quarterback talent in the NFC is in the NFC West. Stafford, I mean, Murray, Wilson. Well, well, here, here's the thing. However, uh, you just said, you, you just said at least one guy, I mean, two of the four starting quarterbacks in the NFC West. I don't think that the one is going, but could be gone, uh, next year. Jimmy's gone. Yeah, and that, that's definitive. No, but I'm just like, uh, okay, I'm I mean, about, I'm if, Aaron, about if Aaron doesn't go to Denver, then Russ is. So you better just make your Russ isn't going one, to Denver. One, I mean, one of them really should because they, they could they could be a contender next year. Um, I mean, at some point, you you just kind of feel like the Chiefs are gonna take a slip, not a not a dive. I mean, it's I, just but a, it's be, a money they're thing. Gettable. It's they'll a be, money thing. Absolutely, they're, yeah, they'll win ten games. That's a slip for them. Yeah, I mean nine, 10, ten. I mean if 10, ten or even eleven is a slip. If ten right and a half now, right? was the so, over under for next year, I'd probably take the over. But it's not going to be maybe as like yeah. free as it's been these last couple years. But, gonna be too, but yeah. what, what I'm talking about is like the like the best quarterbacks in the NFC seem to potentially, if things play like we think they are, potentially, it's in the NFC with Stafford, Kyler, and Wilson in the NFC. Just overall, yeah. I mean. I I'm gonna say we we knocked pretty hard and rightfully so um, Stafford's uh, numbers towards the end of the season. So I know that he has he he played uh, well, and I'm gonna get to uh, some things here in a moment. But like, uh, yeah, we're not. I don't know. I we'll we'll make our cases. I think as the season rolls I mean, around, I'd, I'd the start take is probably next Stafford year. over someone like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I mean, would. I mean. Stafford does have as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers does, and he's only it's true had a, one team that can actually help him win playoff games. So. Well, speaking of the NFC championship, 
We'll dive over to it. Your uh, sweet, stupid 49ers could not collapsed. win. Sweet, sweet victory. <laughs> uh, the 49ers get uh, two wins against the Rams this season, but the Rams get the one that matters. Couldn't have dropped uh, one, one of those games over the season. You know, I... I I mean, no, if they did, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have made it to the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. They barely made it. No, uh, um, no, that's fair. Okay. I forgot the 49ers about that. Uh, jumped out uh, to a 17 7 lead in the third quarter. Speaking of getting the ball back uh, after halftime and doing something with it, hey, um, the, uh, the Niners uh, were able to get to 17 7. And then the inevitable thing happened. If you were a 49er fan, you were aware that there is this lingering weakness that you have to deal with every week and it lies on the outside of your defense and it got exposed like none other in the second half as Cooper Cup ends up with 142 My yards guy. off 11 catches, two touchdowns. Oh, Odell got, Beckham Jr. I got goosebumps right now. 113 yards Woo. off nine catches, 20 total catches for 200 and 55 yards and two touchdowns to Cup and Beckham in the game. 49ers, uh, DBs, uh, Ambry Thomas, Jimmy Ward, and Mosley were the uh, top three of four tacklers. The only other one was Fred Warner in the mix, which you would assume because he's a stud middle Dirty linebacker. Dirty hit on Stafford, by the way. Uh, that slide, but he owned right. it. He owned it. Yeah, you still shouldn't do it. He, he owned it. I, if a guy goes, hey, forget him. It's a football deal. I would, I'd get pissy at that. But I'm like, he goes, hey, man, that was my bad. And he, he said he apologized yeah. to Stafford I mean, after the I, game. I like so, Fred Warner, so yeah. I don't have any beef, but I'm just saying. It, it, it was a, it was, it, what he said was, it was ill-timed and, and not me. He's like, that's my bad. So, uh, but no, it was, it was disappointing as could be as the 49ers collapse in the fourth quarter, give up 13 straight points. The largest fourth quarter comeback um, by a team in the history of the NFC Championship. The second um, or one of the other that's up there was also the Rams in the NFC Championship that's true. versus the Saints. The it, now, uh, and what we saw probably happen was the end. We already mentioned of, of Jimmy G's career as a 49er, uh, the rise of Stafford and the, the blue and gold. And uh, it was <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, what? Why? Did Jimmy? Oh, did you watch this game? Yes, no, I you, watched. He no, did I did not watch this game. Actually, I watched the highlights what, because what Jimmy? I, 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 I watched I the game job. and the highlights I was and working. all the individual. I was highlights. working. Okay. Okay, but what happened in this game, Grant, for the non-watcher was that Jimmy the G highlights. lit up the Jimmy Rams G had early. A, yes, Jimmy I know G that. had a really he good first three quarters. I also, I also know. Yeah. I also know that yes, that was that that pick it was a minute left was an abysmal decision by him. But also, they probably wouldn't have. It was third and 13. Oh, the, you're talking about the last drive? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. if you, you didn't can, know that was coming you can at that crucify point. crucify him for it because it looked ugly, but it's either you take the sack and it's like fourth yeah. and 20. Yeah. He was he was hoping four. Hasty makes a play and it becomes fourth and eight, fourth and six. Like, yep. that that it's, was basic, best case scenario. He yep. saw Hasty on a one-on-one, tried to get him the ball, and that was we, it. I yep. mean, we've seen that from several quarterbacks this year. Yeah. Like, Whatever. Trying Murray to, did it. Trying to really throw a ugly. prayer. Stafford did it. Trying to throw a prayer yeah. out of the end zone when he's getting tackled. Don't want to take is, safety. This isn't like, this. This isn't the center throwing an interception here. Yeah. Okay, like like the you know there. <laughs> yeah. There's been worse or, plays, but I and the no, story Jimmy, to that is the Rams pass rush finally getting there late in the yeah, game. Yeah, late in the game, and that, yep. that was 100 by far the the best that they played the entire game was the last two minutes. Yeah. Um, because the 49ers gave up zero sacks. In that game, which a credit to Jimmy on on a couple of those, they they should have got him a couple of times. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but the 49ers also, by the way, had only let in one sack in the playoffs. Um, and, uh, and through this game, only allowed one sack. Yeah. So uh, I'm just super excited about that offensive up. line. So Not excited about the stinking defensive secondary that sucks so bad. Sucks so to me, bad. To me, when you're playing 12 yards off of Cooper Cup, 12 yards off of Cooper Cup on a third and four, you suck you at de- your job. You deserve everything that's coming for you. Yeah. If when you're in you deserve all 20 of those yards he's going to yeah. get on you. You've watched this guy for Dude. 20 weeks. <laughs> like, Mosley, whatever I, it is I, now. I kid well, you but not. Also, he was clipping 1,000 yards before this season even, too. He like, had great years yeah. even Dude, before this. It's not like this, this Mosley break, played. I, mean, year, I watched him play 10 and 12 yards off on any time that he got one-on-one on Cooper Cup because he knows he's going to beat him on a streak. He knows. Mm-hmm. He's going to get beat on a single move. And, uh, you know, is, is his hips do not, uh, his hips do lie. I should say his hips lie. You don't know where he's going and it's brutal, but dude, 12 Take yards on a Shakira. third and four, you suck at your job. Go find somewhere well, else let to me, do work. Let me tell you this Dear too. Lord, that uh, was bad to speaking watch. Speaking of third and four, there's to me, there's two keys in this game. One of them is the third down for Rams. We were 11 for 18 on third downs, which yep. by the way, 18 third downs in a game is kind of ridiculous. Uh, because, because again, on third down, Niners can't make a stop in the secondary yep. to save their lives. What? Of those 11 third down conversions, Coop had 11 catches. There you go. Seven of those there you go. came on third down. You one know them, what they're going to do. And no bigger than the one at the end of the game where yeah. he takes it across the middle on that. He's got that choice slant across the mm-hmm. middle. Stafford puts it on a dime and he breaks a couple. I am, takes it inside the 15. I was reminded why I don't watch games in public anymore. I, I slammed my hand on the table while I was at our, our, our beloved Southpaws, and I said, you, and I yelled, you know where they're going. What are you doing? It's and been the story all it. year. It's I was been the done. story all year. Everyone's like, oh, this Cooper Cup guy is just a slot merchant. I'm like, okay, well, you're, then stop one, it. you're yeah. one of everybody to say that, and now here he is. Because I, wanted, because I do want to spend some time on some other stuff tonight, I want to say... Uh, Hats off to the Rams. Run defense, fifty yards the for the Forty Nine. I had fifty. Fifty yep. yards for the Forty ers That that is brutal for Kyle Shanahan. That that is going to eat him all off season because genuinely a missed fourth down and two missed third downs where you were third and two or or less. And there's two yards punts, or less on those three plays. Of That's brutal. Rams territory. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, the one that scared me the most was uh, we stopped. Juice on that third and short, and, and fourth and short. That you talking about the? No, no, we stopped him on third and short, uh, but then we challenged it because oh, we wanted the yes, fumble. Yes, and yes. then, yeah. well, there was a couple that were like that. Either way, we had a we had a challenge, or we called a timeout, or something like that, on a yeah. fourth and two mm-hmm. inside our territory. And then instead of bringing out the punt unit, you guys brought back out your offense, and I was like, I, "Oh, here we go! Like this is like yeah. the last thing that I want. They're going to get this, and this is pretty much going to like." Oh, and that's where we sucked it and, up, and then and you then took the delay on purpose. Took the delay on purpose yeah. and punted it, and I was like, "Thank God!" Because is that the even, one we dropped on the two? I think so. Okay, because obviously, and, and we, we went down and scored. And but. and the to me, where you lost, where where the Forty ers lost the game, you you could have lost it a couple different ways. But to me, when you give up a ninety-eight yard drive, it demoralizes your defense. And they were not the same it was, after that. It was almost the flip it was of pretty bad the game watch. that we went to see. Like, we control yeah. time of possession. Obviously, the score was much closer in this game. Because yeah. the Niners made big plays. That yeah. was, I mean, we had a 44-yard Debo, Debo touchdown. 
Um, you had uh, a big play that set up Kittle's touchdown. I mean, there was there was big chunk plays that, which is not the 49er way. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, other than the, the occasional Debo or the, the occasional there, it, was, yeah. it was more that way. But sure. Um, yeah, to me, it was the Rams really Ding up, stopping the run. Because if you would have told me like, hey, what's the over under on, uh, yeah. you know, the Niners getting fifty rush yards? I'm like, okay, well, which one of those running players is going to get fifty mm-hmm. rush yards? Because they're going to have like 150 rush yards. Well, Bill, uh, Belichick, uh, one time in in the middle of a press conference, was asked the question. He goes, well, they said, what's the most important uh, down to win? In uh, as a coach, like, what's the most important? He goes. Well, obviously, it's third down, and uh, and and they say, can you elaborate on the why? And and he goes, you in in every four four down set, you're you're trying to get a first down. Your goal isn't to score; it's to get a first down mm-hmm. every single time until you are at the goal line. And and he goes, I'm never thinking how can I get a first down with four downs. I'm thinking about it with three. And and he goes, that needs to be your mindset because we all understand how often uh, you're going to need to punt and how important special teams is. Don't want to downplay that. Mm-hmm. And then and he goes, but if you win the third down matchups in the NFL, you win games. Period. Yeah. Uh, the Rams again, eleven for eighteen. Forty ers three for nine. Yeah. And and the Forty ers just could not get a first down in the second half to save their lives. And and. And I know that a lot of the offense is predicated on first and second down for the 49ers. Watched a ton of games, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but all, all of them and every minute of them. But um, was disappointing to see some of the some of the execution. And I, I'm, you know, cr- again, credit to the Rams defense. They won on when it came to the line of scrimmage. They were winning consistently against the run. And they were winning on third down defensively yep. um, on the line of scrimmage because a lot of times those uh, those six missed opportunities for the 49ers came at the hands or came with the ball in Jimmy's hands and not a lot of time and place to throw it. So overall, just a good win for the Rams. Uh, it sets up a great Super Bowl. I think it's a pretty exciting one. Um, I I honestly went back and forth a little bit here on because I have no real Rams hate. Like yeah. that's not a thing for me. Uh, as we've discussed, <laughs> yeah, especially we're in neutral on each other, and then it's green yeah, as we all oh, we Seahawks. hate the Seahawks, but um, I hate the Rams, baby. But genuinely, uh, I, I mean, Aaron Donald's the only villain. Uh, well, no, Jalen Ramsey also a villain. My bad, I almost said that incorrectly. But the, uh, of the two teams, there's nobody on the Bengals that's a villain. I don't know. Joe, Joe Burrow's pretty villainous I, out there. I, the I don't know the, if he's there yet. He hasn't done anything. The ghost anything. of Vontae's perfect is still <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. if you hate the Bengals from that era, that's understandable because perfect, um, perfect was Scum. a just garbage. He accelerated AB's CTE by twenty oh, years. Dude. Yeah, well, he's the reason. He's the reason AB took all that stuff off yeah. <laughs> in the end zone and walked off he, the field this year. He, Montez Perfect took away a great wide receiver. He Antonio did. Brown. We should he be did. upset. We should be upset. We yeah. didn't see more greatness out of yeah. Antonio Brown. It's because I, I, of perfect. So I, I mean, we're not going to do our picks today. But if I nah. was, I, 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 I think mean, I'm going to root for the Bengals. I because I want teams that haven't got one to get one. That's where I'm at. And and I and think it's I a fun say, young team too. Some, I like rooting for that. Sto- there's such good stories it's on Matt both. Matt Stafford versus Joe Burrow. There's like not like there's there's so many I, good stories because you it's, can't hate anybody because in this there's scenario. there's Matt Stafford coming out of the cesspool. That was Detroit yeah. in his first year getting that that he desperately deserves. I don't that, want Jalen Ramsey to have a Super you've Bowl got a triple, I hate that you've guy. You've got Cooper Cup, the triple crown. Can he finish it off with the Super Bowl? 
Can yeah. he get a Super Bowl MVP? But there's also like, obviously, like, I think it'd be a, 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 as much as I yeah, don't yeah. like him when I play against him, but it's a shame if Aaron Donald never wins one. That's a shame. Aaron yeah, Donald's not for it's me. It's literally I'm the good. only thing on his resume. Like, he's already a first ballot Hall of Famer if he retired yeah. today. If yeah, he gets I a Super Bowl that. in there, too, it's like, okay, well, now we're yeah. like, but there's levels to this. He's one but, of the but, best but the coolness, interior linemen of all but like, time. But yeah. like yeah. the insaneness of like, the like the stat that you dropped earlier, Matt. That yeah, that I've seen floating around. If if he can, if Joe Burrow can win a Heisman, national title, and a Super Bowl, and I mean, most likely could probably win the Super Bowl MVP. Most likely. Well, yeah. If you win, you would if think. You, if you, you win think. with that, unless so Joe Mixon does something crazy in or, this game, or Jamar Chase explodes for three hundred sure, yards. Yeah, sure. I still think I mean, they would give it to Burrow though, just because it's he, he gives them those well, two hundred yards. But, but but if if uh, if or Chase couple, is doing his his if, leave him in the dust, if he does uh, two fifteen three touchdowns against the Kansas City Chiefs, or whatever, Randy Moss whatever that was, yeah. the yeah. three touchdowns two sixty six. Yeah, then that's like absurd. Sure, but. and and yeah, I I they do like to give. We talked about that last week. They like to give it to wide receivers every yeah. few it's years. Just, well, he did so, break uh, Tory Holt's uh, rookie postseason yes, receiving record. Actually, I had that yeah. up for second. Nice, but, I, but yeah, so, but so like that's cool too. Are Obviously, you are you I, going for the you're going for the Bengals? Absolutely. Okay. I have we're never. Not, we're not doing our pickums, but we kind of know where. No, we're but at. I just want you to know I've never. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, cheering I, wise, I'm I'm not saying that's what I would no, that, do. I, I'm probably, to be honest, I'm probably leaning more towards the Rams right now. I've I don't know never, injury reports and all I've that stuff never, yet, but the line right now is this I think is the four. most emotional yeah. investment I'm making into a game that isn't in Super Bowl that isn't a Seahawks game because I want the Rams to crumble and burn <laughs> so bad. All of their weight, all of uh, their win now mode. If they don't get it, is going to make oh, my heart oh, so oh, happy. I, the, oh, there, the vindication there would be pretty solid. I all their wasted, all their draft. Picks, I don't, I don't no like money. the win now. Throw your draft picks thing. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty skeptical. That would make me so happy. Interesting. Um, despite the way that people look at the Rams, they actually ranked six in the NFL in homegrown players. They had the most drafted players in the NFL on the roster this the year. He does this. Hmm. Fun. It is fun. It is fun. So I just want to, just want to say, how that. many draft picks do we hey, have? Um, who we wait, also with thirty, the Rams roster this season. Practice squad and IR, 34 draft picks, 22 free agent signings, 15 undrafted free agents, five trade acquisitions, and four waiver claims. Uh, most important position in sports, how many draft picks do they give up for that? Doesn't matter. Where are we? Oh, I know. It's we not understand. Jameson, if they don't it win, blows the it blows a hole through if it. If you when... don't win, but you made it to the Super Bowl, that's like saying that going for it on fourth down and not getting it was the bad choice just because you didn't get it. Uh, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is—I sure. I think it's already—it's already vindicated. Like you sure. already paid the price, and this is what you paid the price to have the opportunity to do. Right. So I agree that it was "quote unquote" worth it. Okay, but that doesn't diminish the fact that you—that I don't like this scheme. It's—it's it's a once in a while gonna work for you, but in the in the long run, I've heard it for you, four years. We made it to two Super Bowls. Yeah, well, you made it with Jared Goff last time, and in the boringest yeah. Super Bowl I've ever watched in my life. That was miserable. But we made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I would say I, I genuinely don't. I don't like the philosophy in sports. I, I don't, and especially I, in football, I, do I don't like it because I like why. Why do the players have to be the only ones that are competitive? Why can't front offices and owners and GMs? Yeah, there's be nothing wrong with it. No, you can be competitive. Like, uh, what's his name? The Eagles. He's pretty competitive in all the free agent signings. There's nothing Rosen. wrong with it, but you're a torn ACL away from being irrelevant. We are starting yeah. wide receiver towards ACL this season. We're in the Super Bowl. Well, I, I one particular ACL. Uh, well, two. They're <laughs> in the left and rights of of one. Well, Matthew you can say Stafford. that for any team. If any and, starting quarterback goes down, your host. And it, yes, but they would have a first round draft pick. 
And that's that's the security yeah. that I look at it as. And I go, and that's where I question those decisions. Is 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 you're giving away your, the security of your team into this one player who I agreed that Matthew Stafford was worth a major trade, that he was worth a major financial investment. I yeah. agree with a major a trade. A lot to prove. I just don't like first-round draft picks. It is the, Neither do the Rams, most... So. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. Being, I, being given up because, because genuinely it is the most important draft pick in sports by far. I mean, those are cornerstone building How many first-rounders you guys give up for Trey Lance? On the technical, or uh, I, don't don't throw that at me because genuinely I didn't like it at all. I don't yeah. I don't like giving up picks for that at all. But I didn't like that. We either. we had we have the swap, so realistically you're giving up one actual year's draft pick. So uh, you're swapping out and then swapping and again. One? I so, I'm yeah. all down for it. And giving one, yeah. I'm all down for it. And the main reason before I don't want to be getting too much of a tangent on this, but um, there is something to be said about. Not all teams can probably do what the Rams are doing, and we're very fortunate to be back in L.A. because not only do we have a winning culture with like the coach and a go-getter GM and a go-getter owner, but if you're, let's say, the Cleveland Browns, for example, just because it's Cleveland mm-hmm. and this is Los a Angeles, smaller market, very, very different. Uh, it's not necessarily something that works everywhere, right? So, sure, and and and, and when the Rams do draft well late as well. So sure. They, and and they for anybody that, that they, hasn't drawn this conclusion yet, I've been sitting on this for a long time and waiting to to bring this up because I wanted to see if we got here. But um, as much as I don't like it, um, this mode of go get your quarterback, get your get your young pieces that are good, ready, and uh, build up your offensive line, and then go get the extra position player or two that you need, has now won the last two Super Bowls. Because the Buccaneers did the exact same thing. Yep. And 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 I think we need to to think about that. Remember that. Um, like right now, like because people go, why would why would the Broncos sell the farm to go get Russ? Why would the 49ers or any other team sell whatever they need to go get go get Rodgers? Because don't don't get me wrong. Trey Lance is a phone call away from being a Packer. Okay. <laughs> like, because <laughs> yeah, the 49ers will give up everything oh, yeah, yeah, to go yeah. get A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers right now. And, and I think Rodgers. A-Rod? What? You say A-Rod? I was going to say A-Rodgers because uh, there is a certain show that yeah. we enjoy that does call him a bunch of different names. And that's one guy on the show <laughs> that I like calls him that A-Rodgers. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think that that is a noticed formula. You can take somebody who is elite, put them on the team, go get your pieces that you need, which provide, I would say that, for... That, that also provides the attractional piece for free agents. Like, oh, I can go play right. with... Yeah, so well, I mean, so. look, that's what that's we did this year. Like, we, we that's why Brown got, got, we got because Odell. of... Yeah, yeah. We got Vaughn, yes. who is the top-rated defender per PFF in the mm-hmm. playoffs right now. Uh, you got Odell? Obviously, OBJ, like, as good as Coop was, we don't win that game without OBJ yeah. and what he did. Sure. Uh, He's been great in the playoffs. And those are... Good gets in the midseason when you needed to get uh, a little healthier and a little better. You know, Beckham obviously paid off incredibly well. Took a little bit, but Beckham paid off incredibly yeah. well. Um, Miller, uh, Miller's had some huge p- pressure plays when yeah. needed. Vaughn still got enough juice in there to get it I done. Knew that I, when I saw that, it I was, was like, God, such crap. a good get. It was such a good get. Oh, like absolutely. I, I felt the same way. I, the 49ers were very fortunate to get the first game. Uh, the first win when they won thirty one ten, the one we were at, 
They, they were very it was fortunate a fresh for, Vaughn, fresh OBJ, exactly. right off a torn and, ACL. And the 49ers needed a win so yeah. stinking bad. Yeah. And so they got that one. I was surprised the Niners won that game at the end of the year as good as the Rams are uh, if, as a roster. I mean, it was almost and, a role reversal this week for yeah. week 18. Well, basically. We had the lead yep. early. Yep. We blew it. And then you guys came back yeah. at the end. And then it was sealed on a Matt Stafford pick. Yeah. <laughs> right. You guys had the lead early. By the way, we picked that ball off. Uh, Tart doesn't have the worst hands on the face of the planet, which is why you play safety yeah. and not yeah. <laughs> wide I mean, receiver. You could, you could say <laughs> there, there were a few things in that game that could have gone like Skoranek, yeah. like somehow doesn't know how to catch a ball over the shoulder. That was ridiculous. That, that one was real. I was feeling I bad was, about that. Jalen jumped that route on a Jimmy G scramble yeah. and yeah. hit him right in the shoulder pads. Yep. So it it was, it was definitely a, a game that could have played out many yeah. different ways. Yeah, that but, that tip ball. Oh man, I got nervous on that one too. But then but, you had what I said last week: the best fourth quarter quarterback in football, Matt Stafford, down ten. Not named Tom Brady. No, this season he was the best fourth I know, quarter I know, quarterback. I know, I know, I know. But we're going to get to that stat in a moment. So, so just, yeah, I'm just saying. Well, so I, I, and 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 again, there there's so much to be excited about. These are. These are two teams that are going to battle it out hard. I think this is going to be a great Super Bowl. If it wasn't I, whatever, for the Rams being in it, I would be rooting for the Bengals. Like, I have nothing against... It's, yeah. It's the same thing, like, we talked about no. the Lions and a couple other teams. Like, there's no reason to hate the Bengals. And if like, you're hating the Bengals, just you're just like kind of Just like how in baseball, the Cubs are the lovable losers. Yeah. That's kind of who the Bengals have been. No one really hates the Bengals because they've been irrelevant. Now they're here, playing as well as they are. Most people are probably rooting for the Bengals, who aren't Rams fans. Yeah, or yeah. they're rooting for Stafford. It, yeah. Honestly, if like I, if you're not a Rams the fan, amount, Lions, the amount of Lions, Lions fans that yeah. are rooting for Did that you see guy, that, right that now? guy that go oh, that yeah, went viral. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> that was basically me like watching that game when alone. You, when in your my boyfriend's apartment. a diehard Lions fan, but absolutely is in love with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> that, every was, Lions, that was a great. Every video. Lions fan should love Matt Stafford. Like, oh yeah. I, yeah. I mean, every thread and that be I've happy been for in, him when he wins. Every thread that I've been in is always Lions fans are like, "Go get this one, Stafford!" Like, we don't hate Absolutely. you. Like, we know who we are. Like, you need. <laughs> we to, know what we did yep. to you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you deserve this. Yeah, this uh, one's on us. Well, as as uh, we wanted to get back to our our normal uh, stat of the week feature, we're dedicating this week to Tom Brady, uh, and I am going to shotgun read all of these. Oh, dear Lord, I'm going to try uh, to Try and follow it. Uh, Jameson and, and Grant are going to grab a couple of the highlights uh, as I go here. I'm going to take a drink of water before I do this. Do you have them on uh, your side or do you need me to No, I'm good. You? I got it right here. Okay. We're good. I'm just going to keep track for myself then because this is uh, quite uh, the list. This, 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 everyone, this is a very man long for himself. list. I, I, I apologize for the amount of time this is going to take me, but I feel like uh, this needs to be done by someone, and so we're going to do it. Just t- take each section. I'm just going to run it. Okay. I'm just, I got it. We're good. All right. Here we go. This is, and I'm, I'll say the header for each section of the records that he owns and then read them off. So this is career regular season and playoffs. Tom Brady has the most Super Bowl titles by any player, seven. Most games won by a player, 278. Most games played by a quarterback, 365. Most games started by a quarterback, 363. Most combined passing attempts, 13,172. Most combined passing completions, 8,428. Most combined touchdown passes, 710. Most combined passing yards, 97,569. Most game-winning drives, 67. Most fourth-quarter comebacks, 51. Most times sacked, 622. 
It's regular season. Most games won by a player, 243. Most way, uh, wins on the road by a quarterback, 110. Most wins at home by a quarterback, 133. Only quarterbacks that have three consecutive games with 300 or more passing yards, three or more touchdown passes, and zero interceptions. That right there is a drop. Uh, most quarterback starts, 316. Most games by a quarterback, 318. Oldest quarterback to start and win a game, 44 years old. Oldest quarterback to lead the league in passing yards, 44 years old, 5,316 yards this year. Most yards in a single season for a quarterback age 40 and older, 5,316 yards this year. Oldest player to win NFL MVP, he won it at 40, and we would like to make a case that he won it this year too. Uh, most career passing yards with one team, 74,571 with the Patriots. Most career passing yards, 84,520. Most seasons with at least 3,000 yards passing, 19. Most career passing completions, 7, 000, uh, passing completions, 7,263. Most career passing attempts, 11,317. Most career touchdown passes, 624. Most games with a touchdown pass, 275. Most games with multiple touchdown passes, 198. Most games with three touchdown passes, 101. Most games with four touchdown passes, 39. Most consecutive games with two touchdown passes and no interceptions, nine. Most games with at least 300 passing yards and no interceptions, 58. Most games with three touchdown passes, no interceptions, 66. Most games with four touchdown passes, no interceptions, 28. Most seasons with at least 20 (laughs) touchdown passes, 19. Most seasons as passing touchdowns leader, five. Most touchdown passes in a season as starting quarterback age 40 or older, uh, 43. Oh, what is when he did that? Uh, playoffs. Here we go. We got two more sections. Most consecutive seasons in the NFL playoffs by a team player head coach, 13. Most wins, 35. Most games started, 47. Most teams beaten by a quarterback, 19. In the playoffs, he beat 19 different teams. That's, That's the entire insane. AFC and four teams in the NFC, by the way. Um, most games won by a starting quarterback, 34. Most consecutive wins by a starting quarterback, 10. He didn't lose a single playoff game from 2001 to 2005. Most consecutive wins to start a career by a quarterback, 10. See the previous record. Uh, most postseason touchdown passes, different players, 34. Most touchdown passes, 86. Most passing yards, 13,049. Most passes completed, 1,165 most passes attempted 1,855 most passes intercepted 39 uh, he's going to own a few that His he only doesn't bad one. own yeah. that one in sacks these, these are longevity records most, okay. most NFL conference championships appearance, uh, appearances by a starting quarterback 14 most NFL conference championship wins by a starting quarterback 10 Oldest quarterback to win an AFC title game, 41 years, 5 months, 17 days. Oldest quarterback to win an NFC title game, 43 years, 174 days. That's crazy, man. Most career 300-plus yard games, 16. Most game-winning drives, 14. Most fourth-quarter comebacks, 9. Most multi-touchdown passing games, 27. Super Bowl. Most wins as a player, 7. Most Super Bowl MVPs, five. Boom. Most Super Bowl appearances, 10. Most wins, or more wins than any one NFL franchise has in total. (laughs) Is the only quarterback to win the Super Bowl for both the AFC and NFC. Most touchdown passes, 21. 
most passing yards, 3,039. That dude has a an season. NFL season That's number of passing say. yards in, in the Super, Super Bowl. That means he averaged, by the way, over 300, over 300 yards as a Super Bowl quarterback in 10 Super Bowls. There are some quarterbacks that didn't throw 21 touchdown passes this whole year. And that's 17 games, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> most passing yards in a Super Bowl, 505. Uh, yeah. Most passes completed, 277. 505 was in the 28-3 game. That was the game, Eagles. Right? Oh, that was the Eagles one. Okay. Um, most passes completed in Super Bowl, 43. Most passes attempted, 421. Most passes attempted in the Super Bowl, 62. Oldest quarterback to start a Super Bowl, 43 years, six months, five days. Oldest quarterback to win a Super Bowl, same number. Oldest player to win a Super Bowl uh, MVP, same number. Most consecutive completions in a single Super Bowl, 16 in a row. And most game-winning drives in the Super Bowl, six. He had seven wins and six times it was in his hands at the end. The only time it wasn't was last year. Yeah, Tampa. Tampa. I mean... And and I would say, well, actually, you throw in the Seahawks. Um, well, no, but, but, no. but he did he did put the points yeah. on the board and put it on Russ to have to do it. I get it to, to I, not do it. Actually, I, <laughs> by the way, he did not. That is the gauntlet <laughs> of records that he currently owns. So are, don't are know, some that's of these pretty much every single record for he, a quarterback? Here's here's what I wanted to do really fast. Go through there as quick as you can, and find ones that are beatable. I personally think with how the NFL is going that some of the all-time passing yards stats. Okay. I think most games played by a quarterback. I don't know about that one. 22 years. How, who's going to play 23 years? I, I, is it because they get an extra game? Yeah, maybe, but I mean, you still have to play 21 years. You get the extra game, but on top of that, people are seeing what he's done. Oh, you're talking only the regular season one, right? Because I don't know that you could touch that. Yeah, there, yeah, there's so much okay. postseason success. I, I think regular season goes into so many. So there's also games. there's also a record in here that I know the heat that actually isn't on here. Okay. So not only is he the oldest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, he's also the youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, as well. That one's not in there. <laughs> that's, nice. that's my that's my drop that for you. Oldest uh, and youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I think that because this one's so specific that this one's gettable. The only quarterback to have three consecutive games with 300 or more passing yards, three or more touchdown passes, and zero interceptions. I was, kind of, I was surprised. Strong. I was kind of surprised that that was there. I was like, I feel like... Yeah, I think that's gettable. I feel like we'd seen that. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I think the yards might be... Uh, yards and career passing yards with one team probably touchable in the yeah. long run. Yeah. Like, I, I think, you know, we, think we've talked like about all these young guys like most, Pat Mahomes. Like, if he stays with the... I mean, he has a 10-year contract. If he stays with the Chiefs, you know, over the majority of that time and performs the way that he's he does. I think, like, I think stuff like most games with four touchdown passes. I mean, it'd be just easy where, where um, certain guys go. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes probably has half that maybe yeah. right now. And I mean, realistically, the, the league, like in the 2000s to 2010, very different from how it's been played in the 2010s to now. So it's like a lot of those passing yards were like exponentially increased as soon as he hit the 2010s. Yeah. The, uh, obviously with the, the Randy Moss season. Well, yeah. Oh, seven on was, yeah. I mean, yeah, but the, it, I, do, I, was, I read this one. Uh, I didn't, I was trying to remember what these two numbers were. Most games with four touchdown passes, 39, most games with four touchdown passes, no interceptions, 28. That means of the 39 times he threw no interceptions, 28 of those times. I mean, dude, when you're on fire, you're on fire. Yeah. Um, 
most seasons is passing touchdown leader. I think that one's gettable. He he had five. I think that's gettable. When you're if 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 you get a like the next generation. I mean, Mahomes has probably got it. Yeah. Mahomes could beat that. Herbert some of these could are, maybe touch that at some point. Based things and less like yeah. win based things. You know. Well, yeah, because also but. the game has changed so much. Like think about the eras that he played in, where he only had to throw twenty touchdowns a season, throw three hundred three career. Yeah, yeah, it's like only throw three thousand yards. I mean. These guys in their first two seasons are tripling essentially what he did yeah. in his first three years. And and I will say this too, like of all the stuff that's probably not going to be touched, it's mostly the postseason stuff. Yeah. Just because there's like a level of sustained greatness right. over 22 years in the postseason that, uh, you know, we've we've talked about some of these guys that are off to an early head start. Like, well, and also, okay, we gotta think they're not going to be getting to 10 super. Like if you told me that Patrick Mahomes is going to get to eight more Super Bowls. Like I would take the under on that yeah. very hard. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and so it's like some of these postseason playoff I, stuff, Super Bowl stuff. I think is probably. I think we also got to remember that there is a season where he didn't play. He played what two games? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Because it, it was second game of the year. It was like a second quarter. Chiefs when he got hit. It's the second quarter. First or second quarter? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was watching the game. I watched it live. I I, I wasn't really paying attention. To I, I may have skipped church that day and watched that game. <laughs> but yeah. but all I know is that that so a lot of these records are like you know most. Uh, most seasons, it's like the number he's played twenty two seasons. That number is nineteen. Um, in terms of the record seals for like nineteen consecutive seasons of, or whatever, most seasons, and it's nineteen. Think about one of those seasons he didn't play. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if Patrick Mahomes at worst has a slightly better career than Aaron Rodgers, I mean, two Super Bowls. You, Aaron Rodgers has you know some of the the counting stats, but there's not the postseason stuff, right? And the AFC now is going to be harder than it's ever been. And those are really the only guys that I feel like right now are kind of threatening like the early stages of you have to basically start now if you want to catch up to Tom Brady. Like you can't wait eight years well, so, and then start like winning football games like you just got to come in and start doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's where a guy like Patrick Mahomes could potentially have the chance. But on, ironically, like losing this year to the Bengals already like now he's got to come back from behind again. Like he's he's going to have to do some work for the entirety of his career just to even have a chance to get close to this and i don't know if (laughs) i mean and there's so much to it too it's not just how good is your quarterback because again we've seen that with aaron Rodgers. he's obviously one of the most talented guys we've ever seen but he has one super bowl appearance and one super bowl win (laughs) and one nfc championship tom brady went to tampa bay and in one year did that like (laughs) it's just dumb i i i was i'm stupidly looking up the stat because I wanted to know there is one person who, if he had stuck it out um, in the NFL as a starting quarterback, anyway, could have obliterated that sacks record. Tom Brady got sacked 622 times in one, two, three, four, five. Let's call it five complete seasons as a starter. I want to guess. This person had 267 sacks taken. Yeah. What era are we talking about? Um, this person played all of their seasons post two thousand. Two thousand and now. Uh, David Carr. Oh yeah, yes. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, is <laughs> David Carr took seventy six his rookie year in his fourth year he took another sixty eight his third year Poor he took forty nine. Um, the <laughs> dude, it's. His sack percentage, his rookie year, was 14.6. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, legit, 
it was so bad. I, you know, and what what's funny is like I was looking at um, it, like his career number. He only had one season, or I, no, he had two. Oh, I didn't realize this. He had two seasons where he had more touchdowns than interceptions. Uh, his third and Good fourth year. Um, his completion percentage is rookie year was fifty. You gotta know who we're forgetting. Because <laughs> not only did Tom Brady retire, Big Ben retired. That's definitely got gone over. Here's the we, thing. You haven't mentioned that. But but, but 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 wait. I have a thing. Fitzmagic is now the oldest quarterback in the NFL. Ah, but he's a free agent. He's about to be. Sign him in San Fran. No. <laughs> no. As a backup. San Fran. No. San Fran. No, no, I don't want him. Give him a little veteran minimum. Bro, there's nobody going to sign that hip. No one's signing that hip. There's <laughs> no way. Ha- have him be the uh, the uh, little guy in the ear of Trey Lance, unless you get somebody like Aaron Rodgers. Let's just, I, I want to find the middle number here. Okay, if you got sacked, 70 times I mean it would take what uh nine so it'd take nine years of David Carr getting obliterated at a 14% clip <laughs> to get as many as Brady got um you know in what what do we say 21 years that would 20 22 22, 22 seasons Brady yeah. yeah 22 I mean that's Dude, that's a lot of getting massacred. That's a lot. I'm just saying. Um, I just just had to look that up. I don't know why. Uh, We do have another major topic I want to get to. About Big Ben, um, I just very briefly. That first ballot Hall of Fame is going to be all Tom Brady, so apologies to Big Ben. Yeah, you you maybe should have figured out a way to stick it out for one more year, (laughs) buddy. Do the Larry Fitzgerald and don't actually retire, but just don't like He's the opening act. I mean, in the greatest closer at the yeah. at the Hall of Fame history. Well, I, I told so. this to Grant before he got here, but I honestly it would be pretty cool if the NFL did what yeah hockey did for Gretzky, which is just wave that eligibility thing the automatic, and it's like just put him in the hall. That'd be like, pretty dope. Who like who is gonna? We all know it's first ballot. Who, who's going nobody's, in this year? Nobody's saying no. Uh, I mean, as long as it doesn't boot Tory Holt off of his ballot, that's fine by me. Well, I should just be an extra. Yeah, like, like just, just it should be put an him extra. In, like Tom Brady. You tell me you're not going to make an exception for Tom freaking Brady. Yeah, like yeah. The, there's a level. Patrick of on, Willis was a finalist this year. There's a level of excellence. Looked at, I haven't paid attention. That just like you can break the rules. Like, yeah. come on, the, it's a that. it's a just once like in a Tom lifetime Brady thing. did throughout his entire career. <laughs> break the rules one last time, Tom. Do it. Well, NFL do it for him, right? That's the way that usually works. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now because I we got we got enough time. I I could mention it really fast. Uh, last. I think you. I think Patrick Willis was on there. I know Tory Holt's on there. I want him to get in the hall. Uh, let's see. It's my guy. It's finalists, so they they don't select until after the season. I know that. But the finalists include Jared Allen. Uh, Willie Anderson, amazing offensive tackle. Uh, Rondé Barber, Tony Baselli, another offensive tackle. Leroy Butler, a murderer of a safety for the Green Bay Packers. Devin Hester, I'm going to have a hard time with that. Uh, can you Torrey tell Holt. the story of football without Devin Hester? Yes. Yes, yeah. you can. Uh, Tory Holt, who. But is he also the best return man, maybe, it. of all time? Yes. Yes. So, and and me, I understand it's the whole if you're the best of your position, you should probably get a shot on there. Kickers get in, I get it. There's some yeah. punters in there, okay? I get it. Uh Andre Johnson. Yes. Yes. Uh Sam Mills, who had a crazy long career, by the way. 
any uh, like for a, for a linebacker um uh, for a middle linebacker in the era which he played nobody played like 12 seasons at that point <laughs> just saying um Richard Seymour uh, that would not surprise me uh, if he gets there I, he, I he's not going in this year though uh DeMarcus Ware ooh that that should a, probably happen that's a scary individual Reggie Wayne should already the be in there the fake spin I'd, DeMarcus uh, Ware yeah Re- Re- Reggie Wayne should be there um that that's if because if his predecessor, if Marvin Harrison's in, their numbers are literally identical, yeah. almost. That's how so, I feel. I mean, and Wayne's are slightly better. Yeah, that's how I feel about Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt. Like they both have to be in the Hall of Fame. Like I, I agree, Tory should get in there eventually. Like yeah. I, I don't know if he needs to get in there towards the end of eligibility, but like he, he deserves to be in there. Yeah. Um, then Patrick Willis. Um, that's a sample size issue. Um, but how many years? No, uh, eight seasons. Eight? Yeah, and. Yeah, it's a sample size issue, but we let a lot of players in in that seven to nine range. Mm-hmm. So, and Patrick Willis if was you have definitely a, the best of his era. If you have a peak, like that means something. The longevity means something, but peak also means something. Brian Urlacher. Would you, I mean, right now, if you were picking, Brian Urlacher is, is going to be a, a, is he already? I want to say he is. I feel like I he feel is. I feel like he is. I feel like I, he, I need to look that up. I, got be, I would be very shocked if he's not. So, but if you were taking one of the two right now, you're taking Patrick Willis. Straight For today's up. Today's NFL, yes. Yeah, I straight up. I, oh, if we're if we're playing eighties, nineties football, I'll take Urlacher. Yeah, yeah. And, and today, I get it. For today's NFL, yeah, but, give me Patrick Willis. But he Patrick Willis more. is one of the best all around linebackers of all time. I phenomenal in coverage. Literally, there was nowhere he wasn't getting that tackle. Yes, I mean, he's in the yeah. Pro Football Hall of Fame. From what year did you see? I'm still looking at the eighteen inductee. Eighteen. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. That first ballot. He was in. I'm looking. Yep. Second. First or second. I'm oh. looking, guys. No, no. I'm just asking myself. I would be very surprised if it was. Um, but I. That's not Wikipedia isn't saying. I, I I I think Willis gets in there. I don't know if he gets in there first ballot. Um, and I think that's a sample size issue. Yeah. Not 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 what he did on the field because on the field, if he played 12 years, that's scary. a different story. He. Dude, he, was he was he was 140 tackles a year for yeah. in most of his career. So, and that toe injury just took it to him. And then the last one is actually um, Bryant Young. Uh, speaking of long careers in the NFL, 14 uh, year uh, defensive lineman for the 49ers, played both defensive tackle and defensive end, um, and numerically probably right on the fringe. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't think he'll. I, I, he's one of those like it's gonna be. A veteran type, we're gonna put him in there. Um, because when you compare him to others of the era, he's right there at the top. But he this guy's contemporaries, you know, were were the likes of um anyone from you know a young Fletcher Cox to uh uh you know Reggie White, who may have been mm-hmm. the greatest to do it of all time. So I mean this dude played in a heck of a an, an era for for uh, defensive linemen. Um uh, you know, really interesting to see what uh, happens with those finalists, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see this class though doesn't have a ton of standouts. There's not like this one Just guy. Just do that it. Like, yeah, I mean, Jared Allen's getting in. Yeah, he's getting in. So, I, uh, I mean, but you look, you look at these and like, yeah, him and Willie Anderson. I don't know about Rondé Barber personally. I'm not a big fan of uh, of the Barber of the family. Barbers. Not a big fan. What? Don't like Tiki uh, Barber. Nope. No, definitely don't like Tiki. Tiki, tiki. Uh, not a fan at all. Um, tiki but, Torch uh, Barber? 
I mean, when I look down the list, yeah, there's some guys obviously we already named that need to make it. I, I think I, I'd love to see Sam Mills get in there too. Um, but I, I think this is one class you could do that with, and I don't think it would hurt the induction ceremony at all. I, I think this would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so are we worried about somebody's feelings getting hurt because they get upstaged by the greatest player to ever play their sport? Yeah. Well, <laughs> how, and I how do you? There's how do you a lot of ego players here. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I get it. I, if you're a prideful player, like yeah, okay, but buddy, you haven't. And been you can't tell me you can't tell me Reggie Wayne wants to get inducted with Tom Brady. <laughs> so I, I mean, know, but, there's gonna be some. Part of me, it's like, yeah, I I was in the same class as the goat. <laughs> yeah, I get it. The, but, but I, the worst part it. to me is that now you just have to make us sit here and, and like wait for 2027 to be able to see Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame. That's that seems criminal to me. Yeah, that would be dumb. But like, you yeah, tell me I have to wait that. five years to hear all those stories in the Hall he's of Fame He's going to be speech. a grandpa by then. Yeah, <laughs> he already is a grandpa. <laughs> like He's going to be the first first ballot Hall of Famer to be like 50 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Be, the youngest. Be, oh, yeah. By the time he actually gets it, you're right. The oldest first I, ballot I mean, Hall of Famer. I don't know his birthday month, but I believe it's before the season starts. So maybe, that's how we hit the... Maybe, Depending yeah. on like what is the average some kickers? I want to know the what the oldest first ballot Hall of Fame. I want to know what just the average retiree age is in the NFL. NFL in the NFL, uh, it's well, probably the, like twenty eight. Yeah, because the lifespan of uh, running backs, uh, players, backs, players who fizzle out. It will running backs and cornerbacks have the quickest fizzle out um, of drafted players, right? So, um, and they're also the most signed undrafted players. The, and then offensive uh, linemen around after that. Yeah, but unless you're um, big, I feel rip. I feel like it's like 29. I think it's I think it's 28. I think it's like look, if, if it is yeah. 28, I just pulled that. If you off put the, the over under on right. 28 and a half, I think I'd take the under. I'm Mister. Look it up tonight because I'm pretty sure I'm now that's going to change with how sports medicine yeah. is now. But because yeah. I mean, you got Andrew Whitworth who's. Offensive lineman, I, I genuinely left tackle, question this. The, retire, the average retirement age in the, for a football player is approximately 27 years old. Mm, Let's go. Took the that, under. That, was, yeah. that was pretty much money. Um, but I, I, you ever oh, wonder this speaking different. of longevity? Like, how does Emmett Smith live that long? I mean, I know he had one of the greatest offensive lines in the history of the NFL for a few years. Um, well, probably five years. But, like, how does a dude like that play that many years? In that NFL, right? And then you see dudes just throwing their ACLs in the garbage, you know, like now in like year two, three, four, like Raheem Mostert's done, right? He's a seven-year career. I think the game's just faster now than it's ever been, and I think that has something to do with it. Mm. And there's also some weird like turf versus cleat technology where it's just like you're too sticky. and And then they've also changed how you can hit people. Speaking of so. speaking of turf, your former your former Rams location in St. Louis that literally disappeared the careers of way too many humans. Oh yeah, yeah. which again You're goes to my on argument. Concrete. Like if if people are mad that the Rams moved back to L.A. from being in St. Louis, like you think the Rams are going to be in the Super Bowl if they're still in St. Louis? Absolutely not. No, no. The Rams would still be tying together losing seasons if we were in St. Louis. So I don't yeah. want to hear any people in St. Louis crying Ooh, about the Rams going back to the seven West Coast. and tens. Yeah. One, no, that's generous. By the way, one, get, no, one uh, three, four wins. Yeah. One, one guy that I did miss on the list. I feel bad. Uh, one of the more hated individuals uh, in the NFL for a long time, Zach Thomas, uh, oh, yeah. the former Miami Dolphin mm. uh, linebacker, uh, still on the list. 
Uh, I, on the list for I, eligibility I, or is eligibility? I, yeah, still on the list. Okay. For eligibility. He made the finalist list here. So oh, he did. Yeah. Um. By the way, of these wide receivers, I don't know if you could put your heart back inside when uh, when I ask you this question. <laughs> Would you take Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, or Torrey Holt? I'm not even putting Devin Hester in there because he's not a real wide receiver. He's not a real wide receiver. He's the wide receiver that you, when you were doing a Madden team, you're like, I'm going to put yeah. this guy in at wide receiver. But if you were going to build right, a team, burn everybody. Yeah. If you're going to build a team right now, I know who I'm taking. But like, who who's the best all around of the three of those guys? To me, like being honest, like if I was going to pick one of those guys first, I'd probably take Wayne. But if I was building a team, I'd probably take Tory Holt. I think you just do a little bit more. And then I really like Andre Johnson. See, who are you taking? I'm taking Johnson. That's what Johnson's I'm the best all around of the three because Johnson plays physically inside now and, and physically gifted and, and and physically just a wrecker. I mean that that dude was a yak have you monster. seen that fight? Ooh, dude! I mean, <laughs> bro wasn't throwing Corey uh, Finnegan, to throw baby. Fist, but yeah. like, but I mean, I'm gonna pick a I'm gonna pick a winner. So yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna pick the dude that I think was best at the position of the three, like overall. I. I would take yeah because I think I think if I, would, the, I think the, I think for wide receiver that's what matters more than winning because winning isn't necessarily in your hands as a receiver yeah like it, it all is the of quarterback them, it all is the of quarterback. them have really good hands I would say that Tory was probably the best route runner yeah which uh, is why Andre I want which is why I wouldn't want him today specifically Andre by far the best yak guy and physical of the three of them yeah. I mean he's just his, his size alone. And then I would say Wayne was the best vertical, and uh, he was he was the best vertical guy uh, of those three. And then if and if you needed third down, he turned into Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. So like, I mean his his cut in on a slant, and then the the uh, the short post like, and then uh, he actually ran a route that most wide receivers don't run from the outside. He ran a chair route, um, mm-hmm. which is death defying in the NFL, by the way. Uh, but he would run a high chair route. Uh, to towards the outside, and they would they do that on a, a naked boot or just straight boot, and and Peyton had hit him on a chair, so he would run. Think about that. He'd run from Peyton's right all the way across the field. He'd go up five to seven yards, then turn, go all the way across the field, and he would be towards the out of bounds line by the time Peyton could get the ball over there. That's how slow Peyton was, by the way. Um, you know, I mean, he he ran a full length of the field uh, chair route. There's a Death defying, but um, no, I I love all three of those players individually. I just think Andre, if I was creating some Madden numbers here, um, Andre's probably in that like ninety five, ninety six range. Wayne's in that ninety four. Tory's right there. Yeah. So like, if I'm just creating Madden numbers, now, you know, there's nothing, not a bad one. They're just different skill sets, yeah. and I think Andre was the best all around. That's me. I was just thinking that as I was looking through. We had one more thing we wanted to hit um, here at the the bottom of the uh, the podcast, and that is something that came out today. Um, we are recording here on uh, Tuesday, February first, um, and that was a report that ESPN launched uh, this afternoon about the Brian Flores situation uh, coming out of Miami. Brian Flores is suing the NFL and three separate teams. Um, as the former Miami Dolphin coach alleges racism and hiring practices, that's part of what happened. I think ESPN kind of ran with that part. I was reading the headline there. Um, but when you dig into it, uh, what it what is much more obvious and uh, a systematic issue, and I and bad for yeah. the game, um, is that apparently 
the owner of the Dolphins and his GM, um, who I need, uh, Chris Greer, um, and the owner is uh, seems what's to name? be Stephen Ross. Seems Steven to be Ross. a part of a cool guy uh, club. Yeah, the the cool guy <laughs> club down there. Uh, we we mentioned last uh, last week um, that uh, by the way that Flores has gotten fired by these two individuals. Uh, Ross and Greer have been together since uh, Ted Ginn Jr. draft pick. Um, we all uh, know how that uh, went. That goes back a few years. Excellence uh, all across the board. And, yeah. and and they've won a, a startling amount of playoff games uh, together. You're just startling. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were they apparently uh, paid Flores a hundred. No, no, they didn't pay. They offered to and Flores offered to pay him. It. That's that's important. My bad. Yeah. Offered to pay him a hundred thousand dollars per loss in the 2019 season um, and 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 were absolutely angry at him for trying to get wins at the end of the year. Um, 2019? Were, I thought that was this year. No, 2019. 2019. Okay. Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, that's, okay. the, that's, that's tank four, right? I think so. That's yeah. when they beat the uh, Patriots, I think, at the end of the season on that, on that walk-off. <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah. The that was Miracle awesome. Miami. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, miracle. I mean, th- this guy came in and won games, did it all the right way, played great defense, despite despite a very bad quarterback <laughs> yeah. um, that that he covered for. Obviously, um, you know, he won and, nineteen games in the last two seasons. Yeah, he won nineteen games with a team and that they had fired done him? nothing forever. We, I mean, the internet was already in flames when they fired him, and they're like, "Okay, you're firing a guy for your shortcomings." And then all this You're firing stuff. guy for having winning seasons. Yeah. And this is like, obviously there are other teams involved with this, but just with the dolphins itself, like you had the guy, he was great. It's good for your culture. You throw him out the door. And on top of the, uh, the whole thing we were talking about where they were offering him a hundred K per loss. It also came out that Steven Ross, their owner was reported in November of 2019 to have invested in a sports gambling startup. Um, so it's like, okay, you have an owner that has his hands in sports gambling. Who's, trying to pay you to lose games and and like i in what is known as the tampering time in addition to this within the same season also wanted to bring on a prominent nfl quarterback now if you're not good at timelines if you're not good at that there was this guy that was leaving a certain team and it was known to the nfl that he wanted to play in florida his name was i mean I think we spent the entire show today talking yeah. about him, by the way. So they, didn't, played, they didn't name drop this individual, but, but they said prominent NFL quarterback. But two plus two equals four. Uh, so the and it was known that they had by far the largest amount of money outside of the Jaguars, as usual, to spend uh, on a free agent. Um, and he refused to go to a meeting. They then invited him to a meeting on a yacht. And as he walked onto the yacht, was told that that prominent NFL quarterback just happened to be in the area and would be joining them for lunch. He walked off the boat and kept his pride, dignity, all of his paychecks in his pocket um, and refused to break the NFL rules. Flores seems to be, by all accounts, and I understand that this is his perspective that's in the lawsuit, a really stand-up dude from a yeah. just an outsider perspective. I mean, the dude knows how standpoint. to create a winning culture. Um, he does it all the right way. Uh, mm-hmm. Seemingly, he raises up kids. I'm. I mean, he made his team Makes better. Play hard, literally. 
Um, yeah, I mean, and and to be penalized for it by getting fired just shows a systemic culture uh, that has clear, clear, deep-rooted issues within his ownership um, and the front office. That place got blown the crud up today. Yeah. Um, because suit, lawsuit or uh, not, like he can't technically prove certain things in this lawsuit, and that's pretty obvious. But that dude just set the world on fire. Yeah. Like we good for him. Nothing may come of some of this stuff because yeah. we know how like the NFL will, you know, best the best attorneys out yeah. there, period. So even if they're going to get them, the NFL go, OK, uh, non-disclosure. Yeah. And but, I mean, we've they seen now what's happened out. with the Washington football team and like there might not be an actual penalty for any of that stuff, which is insane. Not, what, yeah, it's stupid. It's so wrong. But, you know, we all know. And now we all know when it comes to the Dolphins, we know some of the stuff that comes with some of the interviews he even had this year. Like, he gets fired. Wait, hold on. You just said Washington football team. You mean the Washington Commanders? Yes, the Washington Commanders, which, by the way... uh, By the time you hear this... (laughs) By the time you hear this, if you didn't know, it's been uh, leaked multiple times uh, because they don't know (laughs) how to roll out their own brand. How crazy would it be if it's just not, and they're just duping (laughs) us all? How incredible. I saw the pictures. But, But... but what if it's, they leaked all of that and then tomorrow it's like just tune with the Badgers because, or something because, horrible like that? Because again, we talked about like how hard is it to keep like it's not hard to keep this a secret. It's like yeah, it's it's not hard. Listen, so we're actually if, the if someone's been playing Red checkers Wolves. forever, they're not all of a sudden playing chess. All right, let's. Could you also keep it imagine? Real. Are they going to keep the color scheme? Yeah. They should. Because uh, the, I mean, the, the picture I saw did have yeah. that color. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the, the red and yellow. Okay. The maroon. Bro, that would be brutal. Yeah. I no, mean, if you're like a if you're a Washington football fan and you've got a Redskins jersey, a Washington football team jersey, and now you got to go <laughs> buy the Commanders jersey. Yeah, and they're like, green. Just, yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> green and blue. It's what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I mean, with the, with the Flora stuff, and you get into like on top of that, which I feel like this is the stuff that mostly made him come out. Like we've talked yeah. about how good of a coach he is. He wins games despite yeah how bad that culture has been. Now all of a sudden he can't get a job mm-hmm. when you have coaches who don't really qualify for a, what he has. Now have is, a job. It is such a problem in the NFL where people, players, coaches, whatever, even in other sports, when they speak out against stuff that's wrong, they're blackballed. It, well, it's ridiculous. And, and I don't, and, and I understand there's an allegation of racism here as well. And to explain that, um, what he's stating is that he was it's in part line of the Rooney for, rule. Yeah, it, the, the Rooney rule, which has been in place for twenty years, you have to interview um someone of a of different a ethnic minority. background, minority yeah. background. Thank you. I was looking for that. Uh, not white, not Caucasian. Yeah. Um, but uh, that rule's been in there for a while. But uh, he went to go interview for the New York Giants job. And then was texted by Bill Belichick of all human beings. You already know he's um, he might be a little uh. He might be playing he, chess, sliding that out could. there. Oops, I accidentally said this, oh, and now this funny. is potentially some evidence somewhere. I but uh, but apparently Bill Belichick uh, sent him Confused. a text message telling him that he was their guy, and he said, "Wait, are you trying to tell? Did you text the wrong guy? Like I haven't had my meeting with them." And Belichick uh, for um, uh, what's his name? Debal, Debell, whatever. Brian Debal, 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 whatever. Dable. See, names are hard. Um, Especially for you, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, he said, "Would you mean to text me or him?" Because he had inter- his interview, but I didn't have mine. And he goes, "Oh no, I messed this up. I'm so sorry. I can't say the words that Bill Belichick said." Ah, um, oh, fudge. And uh, <laughs> I, he, he said, I, "I meant to text him." And Flores does the math and goes, "Dude, I haven't even had my interview yet." 
and they already know what they're getting. Yeah. So and, basically, and where they're going with this, the, and, the yeah. main problem with with how that is now with the Rooney Rule and everything is now instead of it being used for its intended purpose to like give everybody a shot. Now they're just like, okay, this right. is part of the hiring process. Like, we'll bring you in and there just was, to I say think, we did it to like I fulfill think, this rule. I think there, but to check a box, and I think there was some accusation of some with the Broncos and Elway that they had a sham interview. That's the term that's been used. Right? Yeah, they showed up. Elway showed late, up late, uh, intoxicated. They showed up an hour late, intoxicated to uh, Flores' meeting with them a couple of years ago. Yeah. Right. And then, like, as soon as that was done, they had announced, like, who they were. Literally hiring. within hours. Yeah. They so, who they were so it's like, yeah. okay, well, now I'm just here for no reason. And, and there have so been, you can check your boxes. There, there have been um, guys who are known uh, to take interviews. Uh, Romeo Cornell was one of them, um, simply because teams will pay you for taking the interview, period. Um, and so they were paying some of these minority guys to come in. They'd throw the private plane out, they'd put them in this big suite, and then they would send them home with a check saying, thanks for coming. Uh, that was a standard practice for the first about 10 years of the Rooney Rule. And they were, they were just saying, here's $50,000 or here's $60,000 for coming and doing the interview. And they're like, cool, well, I hope that this is like just a sign on for my contract. And they're like, no, no, this is just for coming, thanks. And that was basically to keep people quiet. Um, which is awful and it shouldn't happen. I mean, everybody should get a fair shot in here and I'm, I'm always going to be an advocate for like the best person should get the job. Like, I think we're all in that same boat. Um, but, but you again, how is, but if you're not even taking somebody seriously, and, and but also again, a shot, how is Brent Flores not? I'm, that's that's insane. That, that's I don't know me, who this dude in New York part. is. I don't know who the, I honestly Brian don't David, know. He, he was OC for Buffalo. Cool. Like, um, so uh, I, I genuinely don't know who he is, but Flores has already made a name for himself, and the fact yeah. that he's not getting serious candidacy uh, opportunities. I, I mean, I don't understand how he's not a major candidate for the Vikings job. Yeah. We talk about a team that's built for a dude like him. Like, well, it does sound like Harbaugh is zeroing in on that one. The rumor yeah. is that the announcement's coming tomorrow. I, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I saw that. And, and, and I guess that makes sense, too. you got a defensive-minded guy um, who can let the offense be because yeah. Harbaugh definitely has the defensive mindset. It was just so weird that he was a quarterback and that's his thing, yeah. but it is. Um, but Flores could have come in, beefed up a defense and just let those dudes on the offensive side loose. I mean, yeah. you talk about weapons, like you're sitting there with Dalvin cook, Justin Jefferson and Thielen. And, and Thielen, you know, right there. And I, I would say that Conklin came on really well for them too at tight end. I was about to say, um, yeah, they have a pretty solid tight end. Not like they had a bad backup running back situation, which we highlighted here uh, recently yeah. pretty as well. solid-ish. Yeah. They just need to fix the defense. So I think Flores should have been a, a top two candidate. I mean, if you want to put Harbaugh on him, uh, stack them up next to each other, Harbaugh has a resume already. Don't yeah, get me wrong. He's done like, it on both levels. Yeah, he, he's, he got to his yep. NFC championship, took a team to a Super Bowl. Um, you know, three, was it, it was three NFC championships, yeah, and so and a Super Bowl, and so like he has a resume, but Flores turned a a program uh, from nothing. It, I mean, literally just despair. The I remember of the that NFL, first year in the um, abysmalness of like the Dolphins losing by like thirty plus points, like three straight. Yeah, three he was the only games. thing hanging them together. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and and it was awesome when he got the knockoff win at the end of the year. It yeah. was like, ah, don't yeah. come down to Miami. Yeah. Um, but you know, like. I it's it's sad and it's ridiculous. Um, this is egg on the face of the NFL. I don't think that he's gonna win the racism uh portion of this lawsuit, just knowing how this usually goes, but I do think there's gonna be a settlement here on on some of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because it's sure. it's pretty clear 
that um, the NFL is not monitoring its teams well, and they were and because the teams are able to manipulate and do some stuff here that they shouldn't. We're not be tampering. At we're all. just going to take them to lunch. And the NFL better go after Miami yeah. for intentionally losing games and trying to pay its coach to lose games. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, it's just a bad look, regardless of how you cut it, anyways, because it. it like it, it can be hard to prove some of the racism stuff just because again the NFL will do the most that they can to be like no that's that's not well the yeah case. and, and, and you not even in their it, even in their response today they're like we pride ourselves and blah 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 well, blah and so, absolutely and all that's the, the line they have done, to take sure but like they're they're gonna do everything that they can to keep that image oh yeah, yeah. and 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 I th- and and I would argue that I feel like they they don't sit there and pick and choose who they highlight necessarily as. The face of the NFL and all that, um, from a I, I, from a uh, ethnic standpoint or from a, from by race, I don't think they do that. I, oh, okay, I, you, yeah, yeah, like they definitely do not, pick. They don't care. They definitely do pick, though. I mean, it's obviously Patty, Patty. I mean, but, Patty but genuinely, like it, it, it's you know, this is a <laughs> this is a league that put Michael Vick on the face of it. You yeah. know, at certain points, let's you know, let's not forget that. Like they they uh, they don't care about skin color and the majority of players in the nfl are black majority um uh, and uh, and so like when you when you look at what the league is now um uh, i think they've done a really good job overall I'm, I'm gonna give them credit for that all day long um but uh they've got some stuff to clean up mm-hmm. but when you look at what happened with floor as a situation it's you're you're having to add one plus one to equal two he's got one he doesn't have that second number that equals racism. Yeah. He has what he has is a stupid system with the Rooney. I like the Rooney rule. I do like it, but I, I think there are ways to implement that and police it. That would make it um, much more beneficial for the coaches and for those guys that are busting their butts uh, to get that opportunity and whatnot. And not not be a, a check. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to prove, but it narratively you can see like, okay, well there's a guy that shouldn't have been fired anyways. Yeah. Happens to be like the only black dude in this coaching search who's getting screwed over. And he's getting, and he is getting screwed over. I just don't think it's for, I don't think that these people are being intentionally racist in what they're doing. Yeah. I think that uh, his, his claim on the Rooney rules is kind of legit ish. And so that's where the settlement's going to come from on that end. Yeah. But, and again, the NFL uh, is going to do like they'll they're going to yeah. paint and racism in the end zone, and they're going to do whatever they can to like remove oh, yeah. racism from this yeah. conversation. Absolutely. So that that's it's an image they, thing for, for they the know likey that conversation. Yeah. It makes them look very bad. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I don't think he's going to win a lot of this suit. But I do think that what it uncovered for me when I read that article was. And and I've always known that teams seem to tank in different sports. I mean, basketball, it's pretty stinking obvious. Yeah, we had to trust happens. the process Absolutely. for years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but but in, in football, which is the team sport of all team sports, and anybody can win on any given Sunday, that that's pretty brutal as a fan. Uh <gasps> to see to see them willing to pay him a hundred grand for a <laughs> and loss. As, a, as himself. If any fans like, should show you being up. told you're you're a professional. Which, by the way, you can get fired for not being good as a coach. Yeah, but we're going to pay you. To what lose message games. does that send? I mean, and then we're not going to keep you when you win games. Yeah, I, dude, it's if so any, upside if, down. If it's so bad. Any so fans bad. in Florida should show up to their stadium in clown outfits. Oh yeah, after def- this, after this, you, if Miami. you guys are Miami fans, like you guys should be Jaguars fans and help them out. 
or yeah. something. You know? they, Miami should ne- next year. Every Miami Dolphin fan should show up ready to chant or sell or the don't team. No, no. I mean, look, I, I, I get wanting to go support the team. I still understand that. Wait, oh, if they don't want to and they want to stand outside, that makes a huge statement and probably get some stuff done, too. But if you want to show up and you're going to go anyway and you're going to do the thing because you love football, yell, sell the team. We need non-stop week one we signs, week team. signs oh, fly there is ba- an, fly the, the other owner of the north florida team dear lord that dude needs to sell like dude if you can't figure out basic crud that one plus one equals two all over the place there are so many bad owners in the NFL you right now. stink yeah well is there one worse than the commanders I don't think so. I mean, no, th- this that is, guy this probably is takes bad, the cake. But th- that's like years of being horrible. Uh, well, and then literally being Detroit, your state Giants, Jets, Washington, Miami, Jacksonville, what do they all have Texans. In all of them. Okay, here's, here's the point to make. The fish like rots a quarter of the league from the almost. head down. What? The, the, the point of all this is the fish rots from the head down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, all those teams need need to be done with those ownership groups. I, I would even, I mean, you could go back. There's a few other ones I don't like um, that I, I feel have been holding it back for a long time. Um, I think I think the Vikings are not a, a gen, generally well-run organization. Well, they're general manager. Uh, they have a new general manager. Uh, the Browns, you know, we could we could put into this. I, I understand recent years much better. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I like where it's trending, nay one position. Um, but yeah, Shout like out. <laughs> NFL's got to figure that out. Otherwise, you're gonna have this five teams. Literally, we- I mean, what was it? It's uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, the Forty ers and I think Eli Manning make up uh, that gap of have, 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 no, have, no, I think it's eighteen it's years. Big ben, or 19 not Eli years. Manning. Is it? No. It is Big Ben. Because Eli was in both was the Tom Brady ones. Yeah. So yeah, it was Big Ben. It was. Yeah. So but they make up literally uh those those five things make up like nineteen years worth of Super Bowls. Yeah. And it's in it, a row. And it and those are those are teams with good ownership groups. Yeah. That's that's why they're there. I mean okay, the, you know question because I legitimately don't know. I don't ever hear about the bad ownership groups in like the NBA. Oh, Is I there do. A reason- I mean, obviously, I mean, I know that the New York Knicks. Well, yes. that and I mean, we saw what happened uh, with the Clippers a few years oh, yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and that's oh. no longer a problem because that dude is hilarious. Bye and, bye. <laughs> yeah. Adam no, Silver no, not the guy that did the bad things. The new Steve Ballmer. Oh, uh, oh that oh, guy's yeah. hilarious. I love that guy. That's what I He's meant. The not the racist slumlord that said horrible things in those recordings. But no, I... The Knicks have a horrible ownership group. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The Bobcats. The, um, I, I like Michael. Or sorry. Did I say that again? The, they were. Himself. I know. Bobcats and the Hornets. The Pelicans have a pretty bad problem. In yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, they do. That team. Bring it, to, bring it back to Seattle. I don't. Absolutely. I really don't like Minnesota. I just. A lot of questionable decisions. There's some new stuff there, though. Isn't that. What, uh, I, is that, is that Glenn look, Taylor? Isn't A Rod in part of that ownership group? Yeah, yeah. they're 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 they were in purchasing, but like, but like, look what happened with Wiggins. Like, how do you not figure that out? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the Blazers are kind of in shambles too now. Uh, uh, yeah. right, well, hey, listen, um, yeah, Mister Allen was a dedicated sports fan. Uh, his sister does not seem to have any interest in running. We went from teams. having like one of the best owners yeah. in sports to talk about all. it. I, I'm just saying the two teams she owns, Seahawks and the Blazers, uh, 
clearly in shambles right here, after the dude passes the, away. Here's the thing. Oh, let's let's be done with it. Sell the team. They don't no, care. No, 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 no. Yes. Seahawks don't need to move. No, no, you no sell, sell it. it. You, your team you ain't to, going anywhere. Yeah. Sell the team. Sell Bezos, the team. buy it. Uh, Jeff, please, Jeff Bezos, buy the Blazers. Buy the Blazers. <laughs> no, but all Allen did, like, as an owner, <laughs> he literally just said, all he did is just say yes and just write the checks. Yeah. Well, like, and, and I mean, and I would say that his front office was not always awesome. They're, I mean, yeah. letting the same guy be the GM for two different teams and two different uh, sports. Yeah. That was a bad call. Yeah. But no, I... There, there are there are definitely some bad ones because David, what's his face yeah, in, in New is. York is awful. So. That, by the way, have you ever heard that dude's band? No, I don't plan I've on it. He's he is a jazz. He's like a jazz band. Uh, it's like a jazz like fusion rock thing. Oh my gosh, can he not sing? And he pays these people like literally almost six digits to be in his band. Each oh, member, si- sign me up. Yeah, make, bro, I'd be. I know. I was like, make yeah. him look good. I mean, I got a, I got a drummer. I got a guitar player yeah. that would do this. Hey, you know, you know, if I have to be a Knicks fan, so be it. If I got to be his backup vocalist that makes him sound good, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> for that, for that amount of money, yeah, let's I'll bust go. out my trumpet and, and, and my jazz. And, yeah. and bro, all he does is go and play like the the wine festivals. So we, we we'd be all over Baja Mexico. <laughs> we'd be I'm Catalina. The Catalina wine mixer. mixer. I, yeah, there I couldn't. I couldn't say the line. So yeah, like, I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm bit. just saying that would be a pretty dope life. I'd be down. Yeah, yeah. Me, I too mean, bad he's horrible. Me, me, and and Spence just traveling around with with some horrible singer. I we're fine with that. Yeah, for for all the money and the fun. Lace my pockets. So we, we still got one more thing we got to cover. What are we gonna cover? Are we not gonna talk about our NFL? Oh awards? my gosh! I skipped awards? that. All right, yeah, you right. did. That'll, that'll be a good tale. Uh, yeah. I've already got mine. Okay, English. I feel right, like right, I feel right, like, I feel like they're okay. So we're, we're read, read we're, off the first one. Grant. Yeah, so let's we're doing do we are doing our NFL playoff, not NFL playoff, NFL honors awards. So end of season awards that we got here. Um, I don't feel like there's going to be a whole lot of disagreement. There's a lot of pretty okay. universal ones here. Yeah. When when you guys initially texted this, I was like, I feel like with pretty much ninety nine percent certainty that these will end up being the awards, but so that doesn't I mean that's what I want the them order to order off of NFL.com. Yeah. Um. So the top one right here is MVP. I think personally, it should go to Brady because the way he did this year, the narrative of this is last year, given a little ride into the sunset. The NFL loves its narrative. The NFL loves its Tom Brady. The problem is that wasn't the narrative going into the season. It wasn't going into the season, but it is now as of today. So Tom, Tom finishes with fifty three hundred yards. Which is the which uh which, which led the, the league. And passed touchdowns, I believe. And passing touchdowns. Um and then he had twelve interceptions. Uh Aaron Rodgers, who was a lot of people's pick, um, was at forty one hundred yards. So almost nine hundred. Uh, remember that he did uh he did over, have the, over a th- missed a game. This game. That's one well. game. Um but uh thirty seven touchdowns. Four picks. Four picks. Yeah. By the way, Aaron Rodgers has not thrown uh, double-digit interceptions Ever? since 2010. Yeah. The, my there. my thing with with that because I also I put Aaron Rodgers. I, I think he's going to win the MVP, and I think that's but why? pretty obvious. Just based off of um, All Pro voting, he w- it was a landslide for like first team All Pro, and at that point, it's, it's kind of the tell. So and I don't think so. Just because he I don't last year, I don't think he should. I don't want him to. I think he will, and that's just what's going to happen. In 
in in the world of the the NFL, I get it in the sense of wins matter, and Green Bay uh, came out of the NFC as as the one seed only, but only um, but I mean the but Bucks were the two seed. I get it. I, I totally it's, it's get it. It's not like they were like the sixth seed or something like that. My problem with Aaron Rodgers is that it seems like he's made it a goal to just not throw interceptions and like that's going to be his thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that's not enough to just constitute value. The only thing he led this year in in any quarterback category was passer rating. And a lot of that is because he doesn't throw picks, which obviously that's great. You don't want to turn the ball over, but it feels like that also sometimes it turns into a thing where it's like you have a guy who has all the arm talent in the world, and instead of potentially trying to make a risky play, he just keeps the ball, throws it away, which is understandable sure. because you know that that's veteran you know leadership to not turn the ball over. High but IQ. It, it yeah. feels like it's just turned into a thing where it's like, I'm just gonna not throw picks, and that's why people he, are gonna vote me for MVP. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers uh, threw multiple touchdowns and no picks uh, after November 14th in every single game this season. Uh, the uh, thereafter yeah. uh so it, you know he threw for 300 yards three times in those games um uh, only threw for 300 yards four times on the season and i understand his yardage mark was low this year um he uh you you look through these stats and let's remember also that he had that horrible week one where mm-hmm. he only had 133 yards and two interceptions with no touchdowns he threw half of his interceptions in the first game yeah yeah. Which and to me, it, it was he's going to get MVP for that reason. Yeah, it, um, it, it was a lights out scenario pretty much after. But I don't even think like la- his year last year was way better in my opinion, and mm-hmm. and so I even though I think he's going to yeah, win statistically, to me, absolutely. Yeah, to me, there's a problem with because uh, if it's just based off statistics, and I told this to Grant before, it's like if it's going to be only statistics, then just plug it into a calculator and whoever has the most, you give it to him. But that's not what the award is. At the same time, that's usually how it plays out, though. Yeah, which which is why I think he's going to win it this year. But at the same time, it's like this is clearly a worse year than last year for him and pretty much every statistical spot. Again, I feel like you're just giving me reasons as to why Brady is going to win. You're I, saying I it's know. a worse and year I, than he has, last year. He has and the I, best. He had he's much better stats in terms of in terms of uh, and also I know and that it's a regular touchdown. season award, yeah. but also he didn't put up a dud like Rogers. Well, yeah, did. And, and that's my other take is I wish, and this just isn't how it works. I wish as we get through some of these awards here that especially for MVP postseason stuff was considered because if you're going to be in the MVP conversation, you have to be on a team that's in the postseason just to be in the conversation, in right. my opinion. If you're not one of the best, you know, top ten, four. Yeah. Well, not even that. Like if you're not on a top, I mean, top ten four, football, top four per conference. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're not in that top conversation, eight. then you shouldn't be in the MVP conversation. And then in the biggest time of the year, if you're the most valuable player, you should be also getting it done in the postseason. So it shouldn't be the end-all be-all, but I do think postseason should matter in the MVP vote. And if we're going off that alone, obviously it doesn't, you know, Brady had maybe more of a a bump there, but they still both didn't get it done. You look at at his stats. I mean, Brady threw for 300-plus nine times, 400-plus twice. Yeah, and it's not like... Uh, he's any less valuable in any other metric and 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 so. as i brought up as i as i brought up the the stat on on rogers uh throwing zero uh interceptions on his way out this year um the same exact week on um tom had looking here real quick i uh, want to 
He had five of his 12 from that same week on. Um, and you look at his touchdown interception ratio was phenomenal from that week 14 or sorry, from November 14th on, uh, I'm tallying up here really fast, but it was six, seven, 10, uh, 16, 18, 19 and five, uh, from that point on and hit the 300 marker one, two, five. Yeah. So, I mean, like he finished. I would say just about as strong. I mean, gave up a few picks, um, but in honestly, in almost all those games, I win except for the last one. Yeah. Um, and uh, and overall, when you look at the stats, I mean, twelve hundred more yards is a lot of yards. That's a very uh, much. It yeah. a it, lot it's of yards. a lot of yards. That's potential. And that's potential. Like four 20, games worth. Yeah. If they throw twenty percent of Tom's yards, I mean, more yeah. than and what sure Aaron you threw. Say Aaron, oh, but Aaron didn't play a game. Okay, yeah, well, one he, game. That's yeah. one. He didn't play four more games. Than Aaron did so right. Okay, so say you add three hundred yeah. in there, that's still nine hundred yards strong, more. Yeah. I think there's a strong case for Brady being the MVP here. I would love it personally. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I. So our pick, and, and this is for the record, we're going to do this with every single one. This is yeah. the most debated one. Yeah. Um, probably. I, at the end of the day, um, I think they're going to select Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I think they should select Tom Brady. And, Same, and I, I want to be on the record on that one. Same, I 100 percent agree. I just don't get it. That's all. Yeah, the Rogers. I'm just like you're with us, but you don't understand. And in also, fact, yeah, yeah. Well, well, wait, no. Well, I personally think that Brady's going to win it. You think he's going to win yes. it? Okay. I honestly, if I would, I mean, obviously, I'm not totally subjective in this opinion, but Cooper Cup's value this season, yeah. Not, I don't think he would win it over Brady because he's not going to win it. Obviously, I think Aaron Rodgers yeah. is going to win it. I think Tom Brady should win it. I don't know. And then you honestly, spoke with your heart there, buddy. If you look at Cooper Cup's numbers, and especially again, it's a regular season award, I know. But if you look at his value and how that's sustained, how the mm-hmm. Rams win football games up to the point of now us being in the Super Bowl, he's the reason you're in the. He's Super the Bowl. reason we're in the I Super understand. Bowl. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I agree. That's I, not how I, the voting is the, done, and I get it's it. Really, but it, he's a triple crown guy. Yeah already and it's continued through the postseason and, and what's sad i think is is i would love to see because i think i think i'm tired I of think, seeing quarterbacks. i think jonathan taylor was three wins away from the same conversation yep. personally yeah. again but um, you don't get into the playoffs yeah. i think that's where and you're done with that conversation derrick henry was one injury away from literally setting the world on fire this yeah. year yeah. so so um, and to me that's where it kind of started to seem like okay yeah. well now we're just giving the mvp to like Okay, who's the best quarterback? That yeah, year. who's the best quarterback? Because like we had well, these running back seasons tail off, but now we have this like potentially historic wide receiver season. But that's never going to happen and, because and it's it, a quarterback. I'm going to transition this over the defensive player of the year conversation um, here right now because I would also make the case that Josh um, Norman, that teach- <laughs> <laughs> anger, um, that, that Tart, uh, TJ Watt, yeah, 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 should have should be at least mentioned in this conversation whatever room this gets decided in because TJ Watt no, on that been. team I mean he literally moved a point line like uh, as a defensive player like the betting point line when he was in the game it was uh well, there was a one particular game it moved 6 they were going to lose by 3 then they announced he was playing and it went up by three. by 3 I mean like yeah and granted it was a home game yeah. so it's easier to move the line but there are very few players in the NFL that move a point line six 
Yeah. Uh, outside of maybe Rodgers and Brady, Mahomes. Um, Mahomes would be a good one. Um, you know, like there are just very few guys that can move a point line like that. And for a defensive player to do it uh, with the numbers that he puts up every week, I mean, it's just yeah. that and that's pretty crazy for me. And again, we're not going to do this for every single category, but like if we're looking at the top five MVPs, it's probably like three quarterbacks. I would say Joe Burrow might be third. Yeah, in line for MVP and quarterbacks, I think that's also yeah. where it was with Vegas. It's a bummer. Sometimes it's a bummer that it's it's a um, regular season award. Exactly, yeah. because Joe Burrow right now uh, again, and I making a I, strong case to me personally. Again, I think you have that, to look at the word value. I think you need yeah. to leave the door what are they open, that team? and you don't player. you don't vote only off of postseason stuff, but it should be a part of it should what be. allows you to make it your shouldn't vote close off week eighteen. Of, yeah, instead of saying yeah. like, okay, now. Anything that happens doesn't matter. You yeah. have to vote for what we saw. Or there, yeah, should, be, that. Or there should be, and maybe that's kind of what the Super Bowl MVP is, but a playoff MVP. What, but maybe that's what Super Bowl MVP is. That, that it, yeah. Well, I mean, it's for the singular game, but I would say uh, you, you should be able to include everything up to what happened Super this Bowl. last Sunday. Yes. I, yeah, prior I, to the yes. Super Bowl. Yeah. Prior to the Super Bowl. Because then you have a Super Bowl MVP, then you, yeah. and then yeah. you, can, you can win Because that, that way you see who the best player was the conference from the beginning yeah. of the season until the conference championship. I I like or Joe should, Burrow wouldn't be making a or, strong or, case. And, 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 and Cooper be, would be making a huge Tom, one. Tom Brady would still be in the conversation because even though they Absolutely. lost and they didn't have yeah. an extra week like Cooper Cup did and Joe Burrow or do did, they do, he still did his thing. Or do they do what and the MLB Rogers fizzle or, 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 or do exactly. they do what the MLB does? AL NL winners. I I I've always liked that. I, I really do. I, give me a quarterback award. Give me that. Give me that Cy Young yeah. award for a quarterback. And, and that's yeah. that's our big pitch here. Is we want a quarterback award. Because the MVP doesn't mean anything. If you have a year like Cooper Cup did, that's not going to happen for a while. Sure. And lightning in a bottle. He's not going to be like in top three MVP votes probably. No, dude. That that dude just bought himself a heck of a contract coming up. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Like bro, I mean he he's he he might break the twenty two million dollar wall. Like yeah. he, so it's he like might. The I, fact that three years, not, but he's going to yeah, break. It. It's not even in the conversation, which sucks for how the MVP works because yeah. no, value is always value. just tied to the quarterback. So I think we're um, unanimous though when we're going back to the defensive player of the year. TJ. TJ. Yeah. 100%. yeah it's, yeah. it's not even Easy. a question. Yeah. Okay, no, no hate to uh, middle linebackers everywhere. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll move on to this one. Coach of the year. For me, it's easy. Belichick. 40. No. no. For me, it's easy and it's Mike Rabel. For me, it's easy and it's Zach Taylor. I disagree. I think Zach Taylor is actually not that great of a coach. Personally, I I'd be a hot take. I I'm just but that, that's my second. I, I think 1988. What, I think what Mike Vrabel did, he had rostered. Actually, he had put on the field. I think almost a hundred different players, more than what you guys had last year. They had topped that and then some as far as IR, and you lose a guy who's potentially the MVP in the middle of your season, and you still take first in the AFC where you have all the people we just listed off as, you know. Kansas City, Buffalo, yeah. Cincinnati, the Chargers, all this, and you Great still coach. get it. Great coach. I don't think Not he's the best. Guy. I don't think he's the best coach. I think he's going to win Coach of the Year just based off of that. I, I think Bill Belichick because of everybody was. How, how are you not impressed with what Bill Belichick did this year with a rookie quarterback who there were so many question marks about, and he got them eleven. Was it eleven wins? You're right. But, eleven wins. With Mac Jones, who would throw two touchdowns and a pick, and he was able to 
the the coachability coaching Mac <laughs> Jones through out. three uh, yeah, passing but, attempts in a game. But but, but again, once. but again, <laughs> again, we talked about how great Bill Belichick. He takes away the thing you do best. Yeah. Mike Rabel and that was made on display Brian every Tannehill game. and a couple of scrubs win the AFC. I, I mean, and and don't get me wrong, Grant. Maybe it is the fact he that didn't we're, win. No, we're, the Bengals won the AFC. You know, they, like they won the AFC regular season. This is a regular season award. Yeah, it's a regular season award. So I, which yeah, Belichick's not winning any points on what happened in the playoffs. So, um, but Mike, no, maybe Mike it's Rables that we are a little bit numb to what Belichick does. That's, again, but Bill it, Belichick won it every year. I, I not did, last year. No, <laughs> not, okay, not last no. year. But like, it, he's only won what? what it, he's only won it twice. I just I think there are more impressive coaching feats this year. Um, you know, I think you and and we're naming a few of them and here. Say like, what you, you can, will, but about like the Packers, but Matt Lafleur is going to be a, in the top three of this probably, conversation. Probably, uh, yeah. I mean, you thirteen know, wins three years in a row. Yeah, like yeah. that's 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 something to see. I, I believe with my entire heart that it's going to be Coach Rabel. I think. Uh, I, think I don't you think. Make, he, I, don't I think, think you make a good coach. case. I think you make a good case. I just. I think. The the Bengals went from obscurity, um, you know, to where they did, and I understand they did it with Joe Cool, like yeah. 2.0, By the way, I think um, and Jamar Chase. My my argument against that would be the players almost did it in spite of the coach. Whereas when you look at what they did in Tennessee, but again, like, that with, was pretty with, much all again. But I getting think the guys together. I think the reverse of that is true with Bill Belichick. It it was all him, the Patriots this year. It was think, all him. I think he won way, those games. The way that he won certain games, you like you're, you're. Don't get me wrong. Like you're making a valid point and a valid case. Like yeah. I, 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 I mean, totally he's the greatest great coach is. ever. He, yeah, he's the greatest coach of all time. I think you make a great case. Um, I, I'm when I what I'm doing with the Bengals is is showing the obscurity to relevance argument. Um, I already knew Vrabel is a really good coach. Like that's yeah. freaking no doubter. Like yeah, they man. got they got a winner of a coach for a long time. Pay him all the dollars and keep doing the dang thing. I in and in Belichick, you have a obvious every year coach of the year candidate because he's the greatest coach of all time. But I I just think uh, I think where what they saw in Burrow and what has been developed out of him, you you have to give that credit to that coach. I mean, he did come from the Sean McVay coaching tree, so that's understandable. Yeah, the two years. And uh, <laughs> yep. um, now he's in the Super Bowl playing he, against. He he. he by the boss. way, he already this year he he said this actually a few weeks ago. He said that was the two greatest years of his life, and I'm like, you're in the middle of a Super Bowl run. <laughs> yeah, bro, come on. <laughs> I thought that was really funny, but uh, but no, I I think there's that obscurity to relevance thing, and I I just think that was on full display. Also disappointing way for, and I don't uh, for the Titans. Uh, to have the loss to do, I understand it's a regular season award, um, and, and not do anything yeah. further with it. Um, to me, it's, I, just, it's kind of the same thing as like Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay, now you're you're one and done basically after the bye. Feels like with these awards, they celebrate um, a good story, and the Titans aren't a good story, and neither are the Patriots. The good story is the obscurity, the relevance, and the Bengals. Like everybody's so pumped that they're here, that I feel like that bumps that argument a little bit. And I, I just think that that's going to happen. They want the story. There needs to be that a little bit. I think that both of the guys that you named are should win it over the person I named. But yeah. I think those are... And, and I think LeFleur probably get it because his team was number one in the NFC. Um, in terms of, like, uh, he'll get votes. I'm not saying yeah. he'll get it. I shouldn't have said that that way. 
but he'll give votes. Yeah. And I, I could totally see him being in the top three, but I think those are your top four. Teams. I think so too. Yeah. I don't think be Andy, and I think see, Andy Reid's number five. I'd be interested to see what the Vegas lines are. I haven't really looked at those yet, but I'd okay. be interested to see. Moving on here. Comeback player of the year. We've Joe already Burrow. Yep. Joe not cool. even, it's not even close. Oh, yeah. Yep. There, there's no other conversation to be had here. Next year, it's Derrick Henry. I think I saw... <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, basically. I think the or only other person I saw in the conversation... Chase Young, maybe if he blows oh, up. Yeah, yeah. The only other person I saw in the conversation for this was Dak. But, like, it's, yeah. you know... Okay. He was... Cool. I had him as a fantasy he, quarterback. I know firsthand no, the he had a good year. He did. Yeah. He did, but it's not Joe Burrow. No. Joe Burrow had his knee pretty much destroyed. Yeah. Blown up. And now he's back... And yeah, we we thought we watched him die last year. Yeah, I mean, and and the that, dude came and lit it even, up. Even in so. this day and age, that's a career ender. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. All right. Next up, this one I think is going to be easy. Offensive player of the year. Coop. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I think it's by a country mile. Yes. Yeah, it's not very close. I, I second number, is Jonathan Taylor. Yes, absolutely. It yeah. better but be. But that, but that, that gap is pretty big. It better be. And and by the way, uh, third. Debo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, third. To me personally, I would I would put him over. Uh, I can't remember his name. All of a sudden, even though we just said it, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I would put him. Uh, well, to me, I think, he's a more valuable offensive player than Jonathan well, yeah, Taylor. Yeah, he is. Jonathan he is, Taylor's is, numbers were just absurd for he, what he but, does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Debo's but a Swiss Debo, Army knife. Yeah, D- Debo's a Swiss Army knife that cuts you seven different ways. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's the first thing I tweeted. So watch. The first thing I tweeted after <laughs> I finished gloating. Was now the dust has settled. Can we please get Debo like some love? Can we get him a quarterback? All the money. Can we like this guy yeah. doesn't deserve this? <laughs> like they, he literally is the only reason they're there. J- John Lynch on uh, on uh, Debo and both extensions. If you want to uh, talk about value on a team, yeah, Debo, Qu- quote unquote, we budgeted for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goodbye, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Also, I think an easy one. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, it's no doubter. Yeah. Also, I, I saw some people that were trying to say Mac Jones, Mac Jones and no. I was like, no, you may have had me if the um, if it stopped at like week fourteen. <laughs> Mac Jones down here, Najee's number two. Yes, I probably agree. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean numerically, absolutely. Yeah, New, Na- I mean he had he, a great year. Najee had a great year, and his touches were insane. Yeah. I mean, what they asked the, him to the do Mac was Jones crazy. Conversation was like peak. Uh, there's like that middle time in the year where like this kid's got 80% completion percentage. Yeah. Well, it's, and then, it's one of those things where he's like, okay, like, oh crap, he's actually playing really well. And no one's talking about yeah. it. Well, and then they, and then they had that losing. Skid, and while we're and doing Jamar this, was Mac everything. Jones or Pitts. I, to me, Mac Jones might be the fourth here. Cause Pitts, Pitts had a heck of a year. Yeah, yeah. but he did have one. He only had yeah. one touchdown. Put, but put a put a legit guy on the other side of the field where he's not getting doubled by a linebacker and a safety. And bro. I mean, like, I'm you still put not, him one on one on a slot corner or a safety. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> like, luck. I'm not super sold on Mac Jones just yet, anyways. Yeah, but there's nothing but that he did this Jamar year that Chase, really wowed me. 81 receptions, uh, 14, for over 1400 yards, 13 touchdowns. Yeah, averaging yeah, 18 yards to catch. That lull kind of in the middle of the season. He started off super hot, and then obviously he finished yeah. the season exceptional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, I think an easy one. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Parsons. Mike yep. Parsons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the other one, but I don't really know how to predict this one is Walter Payton of the year. Um. Well, no, I don't. I don't think we. Yeah, that's not. But other than that, that, that pretty much wraps it who, up here. Who helped charities uh, the most? <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I, I would imagine Mahomes raised a lot of money, and he's probably on the list. The one that I Did know I of, that it was Kelsey's on the list. I actually. thought it was Honey Badger, or was that just so? For their I team? saw something because I saw something saying that it was oh, Honey really? Badger, but I don't know if that was just okay. Like, there was some. There, pretty big this could be like even fake. I saw this like two mo- like a month ago that like the NFL app already had pre had it predestined that Darren Waller was going to win it. It said like uh. 2022 or I guess 2021 because it's 21 season. Darren Waller, Walton yeah. Payton, Man of the Year winner. Whatever. He's got a good story. So yeah, no, but no, it's a really cool story. It'd be really fascinating if like that's like because that was like months ago that 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 and now got grand. I saw it online yeah. somewhere. Could have been completely doctored, but that'd be kind of interesting yeah. if that we figured out that was kind of a fixed thing. But I mean, it kind of is. I mean, that's more of an award that is. Yeah, whatever. But, I there's a lot of good guys around the league. I mean, I know. Um, I remember seeing that my my team's candidate was Armstead. Um, you know who had a, who had a solid year. Uh, but I know they don't base it on any of that stuff. It's yeah. it's their community impact, and yeah. and if somebody had a big project this year, you give it to him. Yeah, so yep. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. ours but, was Seahawks was uh, Tyler Lockett. He's yeah. an awesome guy yeah. in the community. Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, yeah. He's a very large man. I do, I I don't see a Seahawks Seahawks taking it two years in a row. So I think it's gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are those are our picks. We will uh, we will find out here very shortly uh, what happens. And we'll catch up on that next week and see how on or off we were on those. I I think obviously there's just a few really in debate here. So I think it's uh, one. There's a lot of no brainers. Um, I think I, well, I definitely think the coach of the year thing. Could oh go, yeah, could go a couple different ways, and then uh, and then obviously our MVP candidate. Um, but uh, we are we're gonna check out for the night. Call it a week. Uh, hope you guys are excited as the Super Bowl approaches. Uh, we will not be Absolutely. paying attention at all to this garbage Pro Bowl thing. I do have some thoughts on that that we'll get to next week on how they After could fix already, yeah. uh, all that. And uh, hopefully we'll have something are funny they to having, laugh about. Wait, so are they having an actual game this year? Yeah, yeah yes. they're playing. Okay. Yes. Because, Skills competitions Thursday and then... I, I know uh, last year Sunday. it was like they did Madden because of COVID. I, I literally I, no I'm idea. a skills yeah. competition guy. Let me watch them play yeah. dodgeball and hang out. And then I I always like the, the quarterback throwing ones. Game. I always like the quarterback throwing the, ones. Yeah, it's like the only yeah, really... Yeah, I also, for me. I also like the wide receiver one where they had to like... A couple years ago, they had to like run to a station. They do like a diving catch. They yeah, do, do a one-handed toe, catch. You do, toe tap. do you remember when they used yeah, to do the stupid fun. stuff out on the beach? And I was like, "Why the that was crap was, are they letting them play beach football?" Because like, it, it, it was idea. in Hawaii for, for yeah, a time. but you yeah. don't let them. I mean, they play were also beach no, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, Sean yeah, Taylor like was knees, also cleaning clocks ankles. and Pro Bowl games. Where is it this year? Is it in Florida? I think it's in Orlando. I think it's in Vegas. What? I thought it was in Orlando forever. I think it's in Las Vegas. Uh oh. I you that actually might be, man. I'm going to Vegas in a month. Why didn't I go this week? Go to the Pro Gosh, Bowl. Darn it! I wouldn't. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. I don't care about it. But if I like all my dudes are there, yeah, yeah. like I, I would get you know, that. like that. That's just that's autograph and photo opportunity yeah. city. I would, love to, I would love to do meet and greet. It is. Well, wow. Well, I mean, they need to highlight the stadium. So. Right. It'll, they, it'll don't they have a Super Bowl coming up too? Didn't they already award him a Super Bowl? Probably. Uh, they usually do that with I a new. Be surprised. Uh, unfortunately for the Raiders, they won't be able to keep the uh, trend of Tampa Bay home Super Bowl. Hey, Rams hey, home hey, Super hey. Bowl. do you think that? Do you any... remember who we, we trashed the Bengals earlier this season and look what happened? Yeah, but the Bengals yeah. have Joe Burrow and the Raiders currently have Derek Carr. So, so, uh, <laughs> so, how much money, by the way, Jameson, are the? Uh, um, well, I mean, I'm not gonna just put. Everybody into the box is really one one couple. 
how much money do you think your quarterback's going to spend on Super Bowl tickets so that he has uh, fans wearing his jersey uh, yelling in the stadium? I mean, it clearly he spent $1.8 million last week to try and get uh, as many Rams fans as he could in Ooh. the uh, stadium. Well, people in what? LA you don't hear about care this? about sports. No. So last, last week, Matthew Stafford and his wife, mostly his wife, uh, did a campaign to get as many Rams fans in the stands as they could. They were $500 a pop, and they bought 12,000 tickets to give away to Rams fans who would not I'm, come to the game otherwise. I missed the part where a, that's a bad thing. At a point of... Giving away tickets they're to your scared. Family, they're scared. $1.8 million. And by the way, the 49er fans still showed up in a two-to-one fashion. Oh, well, then I guess it didn't matter anyway. So I don't know why it's a conversation. The worst supported team in the NFL. Is it not the Chargers? No, it, I dude, like genuinely, it was a it was still a home game. Well, here's the thing: again. we have to rebuild up the Los Angeles fan base. Okay, people in LA don't <laughs> care about like, where'd they go. Shape. You had them before. Where'd they go? Well, well I mean, that left, was like when, over- when they left St. Louis, the St. Louis people were like, "We hate you." Yeah. Well, that I mean, happened. we're talking about like over. We're talking about like no, people's lifetimes that yeah. there wasn't a football team, or the, at least the Rams weren't yeah. in LA, and now they have a new stadium. So we'll give it a few years. But bro. Sure. $1.8 million to get your fans in the stands. I was, I could not believe I mean, how much honestly, money got spent. Depending crazy. on what the situation is, if I had a playoff ticket to a football game with the price that those tickets are going, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if people in LA were um, just not wanting to go anyways. And my bad, I, I, I actually, that was at $150 per ticket, which was apparently the player rate. So if you're buying a ticket, like tickets oh, as mass, a player, the, the owner was cutting the ticket prices for players down to that. They, they basically was like, Hey, this is what I, my bottom line has to be to pay our employees and take care of our bills is 150. So I'll let you buy X amount at that rate. That is 1.8. If you were buying them at the 500, it was over $6 million. <laughs> I was like, dude, and the Stafford's just unloaded 1.8 to get as many people as they could. And it yeah. clearly didn't even make and a then difference. He unloaded the ball to loud. Cooper cup. For a third down conversion, <laughs> that was much more winner. valuable. I think they could have just saved their money. I'm just saying, yeah. like it's a good, it's a nice goodwill gesture but, and everything. Know, he made plenty of money in Detroit. Money ain't no thing. Well, and, yes, he did. And if he wins the Super Bowl, he gets 1.5 million dollars, I believe. So and Odell's cashing in on those. By the way, yeah. I think he just got another million making it to the Super Bowl. Well, good because he was only making thirty thousand dollars this year um, until they got well, into the playoffs. He definitely earned himself a contract for someone. Some well, team. I the mean, Rams, he was going to get that probably I think somewhere. Rams, I think the Rams are honestly going to so keep him. Genuinely, though, you know he he'd only made thirty thousand dollars for the regular season. That's all he had. Like for, in in his California. Mode. Well, he also got his game checks in crypto or something. So it probably even less because of that. Crypt. No, that's that's why. So it had taken his literal the value of his paychecks down to thirty thousand bucks. He's keeping it in the crypto, by the yeah, way, in case I mean, it rebounds. Total, but um, it will. It always does. But like I could, he's basically playing for free in the NFL in the regular season at yeah. the end of the day. And he had the one. He had his oh, first hundred yard so receiving bad. game since like twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. He but was an not NFC championship Cle- Cleveland fans. He was not the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to call it a night. I said we were going to do that like 10 minutes ago, so we're going to do it now. Uh, if you made it all the way into this, thank you so we much. You. Uh, and How is this one longer than our, our you, comeback? You ask Tom this Brady question retired. all the time. Tom Brady retired, yeah, guys. Anyway, have a great week. The Enjoy the, the cruddiest <laughs> Pro Bowl of all time. Ayo. And not going to watch. stack up on your Joe Cool merchandise because the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Joe B. We'll Joey see you next B. week. <laughs>